Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Aaron Judge is in the fraternity of the best athletes to never win a championship. Who's in that frat house with them? Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. The good thing, as I sit here jealous of Aaron Judge's nine years. $360 million. The thing that I take solace in as I'm jealous of his unbelievable wealth is that I have as many World Series championships as he does. Is that petty? I, I mean, it makes me feel better. Is that petty, Jeanette? You're, you're my judgment person. No, uh, it's all facts. I like how I went judgment person when that person is a judge. I <laughs> said, so, well, well done. Yeah. It just comes out naturally uh-huh. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is in that conversation with Aaron Judge? I legit, and I'm not joking, thinking about this last night, I am totally blank on in the NFL who the best athlete would be to never win a Super Bowl. But Aaron Judge now, now that he is in our consciousness with that extension, re-signing with the Yankees, 9 for 360, he is, without a shadow of a doubt, the best baseball player not to win a title, unless Mike Trout is in that conversation as well. And when do we start putting those parameters on people? Does it happen after year three? Does it happen after year four? How long do you have to be playing before you get into the discussion of best athlete not to win a title? Ken Levick alive on Thursday here on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the sparkly and majestic Intracoastal Stone Labanowitz. He is Friday Night Lights. He is the Radio Life Partner. And he runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And in her rightful throne, to my left, if you're facing Stone Labanowitz, she is the Dominican Queen. She is Jeanette Javier in her regular Thursday Position. I that came off as really petty, didn't it? What on my end? Like just ah, I have got as many titles as Aaron Judge. So bleep you and your money, Aaron. No, it's factual. It yeah, you're trying to deliver to a point, and it's real. I have as many World Series titles. Actually, I have more World Series titles than Aaron Judge. She. That's that right. is a great point. I didn't even think about that. I have more World Series than Jeanette Javier, the in-game host, Ballpark at the Palm Beaches, Houston Astros. She is soon going to be the recipient of a World Series ring. She will have a baseball world championship, or she already does have one more baseball world championship than Aaron Judge does. We are in the presence of greatness here, Stone. Elite-level stuff right here. We're also living in the Matrix when you when you put that into perspective. That Jeanette Javier has a <laughs> yeah. World Series ring. World Series champion. Aaron mm-hmm. Judge, nine years, $360 million. You doesn't Yankees, own right, a ring. Right. A, a franchise that's won 27 World Championships, and it's Jeanette one, Aaron Judge zero. Yeah, right. So I think that makes us, you know, by <laughs> default, more important than Aaron Judge. What is our You're life? You're welcome. Uh-huh. What is our life? <laughs> 
I love it. it, it that is oh, my, my, ruined sanity. You guys just boosted my ego more than it already was this morning. Thank you. Uh, Stone, what's the most significant thing you've ever won? Like piece of hardware you ever won as an athlete? Uh, that's a, a, a tough question. I would need a second to think now. Like I, I don't want to go the route of... Uh, being an eighth grade travel football player, winning that state championship, like, like so, no, no, no. you know, I'm not, but, but, I don't, I don't want to do that. But that might be it, right? In I mean, terms of like physical hardware, you hoisted. Did you ever win a regional in football? Did you ever win a conference championship? Yeah, I, I won a conference championship okay. at the did, junior college level. Yeah, we won our. Oh, okay. We we were co-winners of the Missouri Valley Football Conference when Wait. we went on to the quarterfinals of the playoffs. Um, but did that? But did, did, but did you get a trophy? No, no trophy, no trophy. Well, I could, yeah, you know what? I don't. I, it gets like a little more embarrassing, or you know, if I keep going, because like I think the, the most so, impressive hardware that I've hoisted was like when I beat Tyler Huntley and Jake Allen and and James Blackman out at a, a quarterback competition, like some of the highly touted guys. Who now we flex? See. Look at him flex. For, like, for sure, I can oh, flex I'm big time. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that the only trophy I got was beating Jake Allen. And Tyler, Tyler Huntley, Huntley. <laughs> and James Blackman. Oh, that, that was garbage. It's that the was high garbage. school stuff. So the answers, you know, not, not too fond of my answers, though. But that's, I mean, that's good stuff right there. Sure. You should be proud. Yeah, and that's And getting a full scholarship to play D1 quarterback. Yeah, I, I guess if I could, you know, have a, a trophy for having school paid for, I would. Do you yeah. want me to draw most, you something? <laughs> sure, like a certificate. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but he didn't. Yeah, he didn't get a, a trophy no. for that. But he got a trophy for beating out some top quarterbacks. What was it? A seven on seven, or what was it? A quarterback competition. Yeah, it was a quarterback competition. Okay. What do you want your handmade certificate for? Um, scamming the government, right? Getting school paid for, uh, <laughs> not having to pay for anything, you know, for That's my good. four years of college. That's good. That, that is yeah. that is good. He took advantage of the college amateur system, right, and right. he got his he got his school paid for. I mean, for me. I won a conference championship in volleyball my senior year of high school. <laughs> that, that's kind of badass. That's the, that is the, <laughs> the most significant trophy I've ever won. And then one year, I won best design at my Cub Scout Pinewood Derby. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, don't ever mention that again. You know what I did? We, we love know, it. You know what we did? And it was actually more my mom and dad than it was me. <laughs> I, for whatever reason, when I made a Pinewood Derby car when I was a Cub what Scout. What is a Pinewood Derby uh, so Pinewood car. Derby is... This every, sounds super Midwest. I know what it is. You no, know, every year in Cub Scouts, you uh, there's a Pinewood Derby. It's basically a big wooden block. <laughs> it's a wooden block, and you have to carve it into a car. You put some weights on it, you put the wheels on it, and you race it down a track. And so this is like a thing that you do in Cub Scouts every single year. You usually have it at a local elementary school or something like that, okay? Wherever there's a hill. Whatever, yeah, yeah, or wherever you have enough room to set up a ramp, right, exactly. Yeah, no wonder I haven't made but one. for whatever reason, we could never put together an aerodynamic Pinewood Derby car that actually won anything. It was, I, my cars were always failures from actually winning, but there was a best design. So one year we decided we're going for it. We're going for it, and what did we do? We painted this Pinewood Derby car. We, sh- we, 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 we carved it, and then we, we sanded it down in the shape of a duck. And we painted it white with a beak, and we put feathers on the back. That thing was slow as hell, but it won best design. <laughs> Dude, that is actually Do you a have a picture of it? Really uh, good trophy. Know, it sounds majestic to a certain degree. I mean, I'm sure it's not, you know, if we were to see the picture of it. But, uh, like, but It's one of the trophies that I am actually, it's one of my vivid childhood memories is that duck Pinewood Derby car that I got to hold a trophy in pictures for winning best design. Did Vivi let you hang it up in the house or put it on the, the trophy mount? I think I might have like the trophy a still. Derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mounted my Pinewood Derby duck on my wall. <laughs> quack quack. Yeah.
Um, but that, I actually love that. What is the most significant trophy or plaque you've ever won? What, like competitive. I guess it could be spelling bee. It could be something like that. I have that. a couple pageant crowns. Yeah, yeah. You see, Jeanette's, oh, that's Jeanette's real. won pageants. Yeah. yeah, like that's a real thing. What's the most significant competitive piece of hardware you've ever won? Because Stone, it was at a quarterback competition where, oh, ho, hum, he beat Jake Allen and Tyler Huntley and James Blackman. Mine is the... Uh, best designed duck pinewood derby car that I made when I was 10 years old and Jeanette's a pageant queen uh, and a world series champ and a world series yes oh my god yes her pageant her pageant <laughs> sashes have been replaced by a world series ring with the Houston Astros what's the most significant piece of hardware you've ever won 888-760-3776 888 888- Seven six zero three seven seven six. Tweeted us at KLV one zero six three. That's eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Also, we get to that part because Aaron Judge has never won a championship. He's never won a World Series ring, unlike Jeanette Javier. Mm. So this is the man. This is the face. I would argue now that he is the face of baseball, right? Being the face of the Yankees, being the captain of the Yankees now, with that contract, with what he did last year, with the attention that was paid to his contract situation this offseason. Aaron Judge, when someone brings up Major League Baseball, the first person you're going to go to, name association, is Aaron Judge, right? 100% in a day and age where we don't really care about what you actually do on the field. It would be like a Mike Trout, right? There are guys in well, the, in the yeah. league. In this day and age, it's so easy to get caught up in an individual. Sure. We're so, more connected than we've ever been. Fantasy is greater than it's ever yep. been. Uh, and baseball certainly needs to do a better job of marketing its individual stars like the NBA does. So, yeah, um, Aaron Judge or maybe Mike Trout comes into play. Yeah. Um, but Mike Trout, I suppose, is in this conversation, too. He is. Of best player in baseball to never have won a title. Now, You've got to play for a certain amount of time and go title-less before you can actually be in this conversation, right? Like, you can't be year two after year two and say, oh, best player not to win a title. There needs to be you – need, you've needed to accrue years in this conversation. Like, how many years after you've started playing, Jeanette, do you think it's fair to have the conversation of best athlete not to win a title? Well, I'm one for one when it comes to in-game hosting for spring training. You won it in your rookie year. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everybody can be as as advanced as you. You're right. You're right. So, but uh, honestly, I would say at least three seasons because that gives you ample time to get to know the team, to get to know the program. And to put up numbers. Exactly. Mm, I would would take it a step further and go to like 10. Like, I think you need to be in the league for like a decade. I don't think you have to be in the league a decade because that would take Aaron. That would, yeah, that would take Aaron Judge out of this conversation. Yeah, but yeah, no, I hear you. You've just, totally just kneecapped the entire opening topic of the show. So. <laughs> well, well, I apologize. Thanks I, a lot, I, Tanya Harding. I guess too I, soon. I, I, yes, <laughs> wait, wait, way too soon. But it's like in, in a decade that player that we're specifically talking about would have like gotten to a conference championship, would have gotten to a divisional round or an NFC AFC championship, Eastern Conference Finals. Like, but no, I, I hear you. I'll I'll say like four or five. Okay, I can go. I can get down with four or five. I'll say four or five because we'll end up two years from now in this conversation with Tua if the Dolphins don't win the Super Bowl <laughs> this year. Um, it, he'll be in that conversation, yeah. I think. But using those parameters, a guy who's been in the league four or five years, best player not to win a title, and I'm talking about a guy who is still capable of winning a title, like Matt Ryan. That ship has sailed. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Uh, he's not winning a championship. He's still active, but 
is not happening. Especially at his current location. Yeah, and he's never going to be a guy who can lead a team to a Super Bowl anymore. Again, after 28-3 to happened, that was a done deal. Not happening anymore. Not upset about it, though. Why? What do you Tom, have against Matt Tom, Ryan? No, Tom Brady. Tom and Brady the, and the Pats. Oh, but you didn't like Tom Brady when he was with the Pats. That's cheap now. Well, that's my now. boy now. I don't care. You can't cherry pick all of Tom Brady's you know accomplishments. Is it my that, fault Tom Brady came that's to a, me? No, but you can't. Is it my fault? But you, no. can't, you can't claim and celebrate his previous accomplishments Yo, before he was in a Bucks uniform. I'm with Ken. You, you, can't, you can't fight you this can't one. You can't do that. Can't, it's called no, cherry picking. It's called, it's called cherry picking. No, I'm not. You two know I'm very right or die. Loyalty is my name. And Tom Brady's my boy now. But you weren't loyal so, to him when he was a Patriot. But the past is the past. You got to oh look at God. now and the future. This is so inferior. Yeah, that's terrible. I hate what Jeanette <laughs> is doing right now, actually. Um, but <laughs> but I... Who in the NFL is the best athlete not to win a title? Because Mahomes has a title. Uh, Josh Allen? Hmm. That's a good one. I guess he fits that criteria, right? I mean, he fits the criteria, but it's like, it's looming. It's like within grasp for Josh Allen. Like it's the People window. People said the, the same about Dave Basically, Marino. the ship has not sailed. He's still polishing his boat on the way to a Super Bowl title. I think Josh Allen. It's just tougher for me to say that. And he's also probably right on our cusp of yeah, four or five years of the league. Too, and, and hear me out on this, Jeanette. I suppose best athlete not to win a title. That also suggests that you have you've fallen short a number. Of times with a title capable team. You know? I said, yeah, that's why that was that's why I said ten years, but for that reason exactly. But yeah, yes, correct. Because Josh Allen, you could argue that now he has a championship caliber team. Mm-hmm. If they don't win it this year as the Super Bowl favorites, now he really is in this discussion, right? I mean this out of curiosity. Uh-huh. Dan Marino. Yeah, he's he's. How the close big, was he? Extre- he went to a Super Bowl. <laughs> exactly. He went to two. He, no, no, he went to a Super Bowl. He lost the Super Bowl, and then he lost at home in an AFC title yeah, game. So I'm just saying, Josh Allen could be the next Dan Marino. He could, but he still has a lot of chapters left <sighs> in his story. Yeah, Josh Allen. If there were Vegas odds on if he is going to win a Super Bowl before his career ends, it, he, he's the favorite to do so. Like, like that's minus three hundred. To do so. Since you want to cherry pick the accomplishments of Tom Brady when he was a Patriot. I'm not cherry picking. It's just facts. It was Tom Brady who thrust Peyton Manning into this discussion before the 2005 NFL, uh, 2006 NFL season happened when the Colts beat the Bears. Right on. Like, it was Tom Brady who kept Peyton Manning from a title with a title caliber team and thrust him in that conversation. Before he retired, Philip Rivers was in this conversation, but again, not really active good. anymore. Not active anymore, so he isn't part of this discussion. Active player, active player, who's the active best athlete not to have won a title? And we're focusing on the NFL, but this could span across all sports. But for example, uh, Fernando Tatis, superstar, Padres, he's not in this conversation yet, though. He's not in this conversation. He hasn't been in the league enough. And the Padres ended up getting deep into the postseason, but he wasn't really a part of it because he was serving a suspension. But if the NFL's tough. Maybe Josh Allen was there, but that doesn't feel right yet, right? Like, Josh Allen doesn't feel right yet, but I think you can make an argument. Mm-hmm. I think you can definitely make an argument. Best athlete not to win a title in all of sports, active, active, we focused on the NFL, but this could span all sports. 
But I think this is a good one to sort of talk your way through because I think there's also parameters. Because I think best athlete not to win a title, it's also a feel, right? It's a feel. Josh Allen doesn't feel like it, but if you're using the parameters we set forth, I suppose it works. It works. Jeanette threw an entire wrench in the works of this thing because Josh Allen might be the answer, even though it doesn't feel like he should be the answer yet. Yeah, and to your point about Tom Brady kind of being that guy or that that roadblock in the way of Peyton Manning, that's what Patrick Mahomes is doing to Josh Allen right now. Like Josh Allen always has to look True. forward to playing Patrick Mahomes in these AFC Championship games. Like He will always be that hurdle. And it's crazy how Patrick Mahomes is the Josh Allen hurdle, and then what did Joe Burrow do? He just blasted right <laughs> through that hurdle. Yeah, or he, or he jumped over it. True. <laughs> he didn't blast through the hurdle. <laughs> I guess I could have used a better analogy, like he blasted through that wall. You're right. He would have cleared the hurdle successfully. That's a great point. Uh, which active athlete, which active athlete is the best without a championship? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. And... And the most significant piece of hardware you've ever won. The most significant piece of competitive hardware you've ever won. Because for me, it was best design at the Pinewood Derby in like 1990. I almost said 1997. I did not do the Pinewood Derby when I was 13 years old. That would be weird. The Pinewood Derby in 1992. Oh, congratulations. Eight years old. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. I was two. Jeanette has won pageant sashes. She's also a World Series champion mm-hmm. with the Houston Astros. That's significant. And Stone won a quarterback competition, an individual quarterback competition. Uh, and don't forget, he beat out Tyler Huntley, Jake Allen, and James Blackman. He wants to humbly throw that in there. That's name drop. Best active athlete <laughs> not to win a title in the most significant piece of hardware you've ever won. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter is open. At KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Okay, let us start with Billy in Port St. Lucie. Billy's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Billy. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, brother? Um, so I got an athlete for you. I got Chris Paul. Chris Paul's a good one. I kid you Je- not. Jeanette's that's openly ex- celebrating it, by the way. I kid you not because that was the first name I thought of and what I've told these guys before the show. If there's one name I wish you could absolutely win a championship, it would have been Chris Paul. And, and this is a guy who uh, you would say that, and then he went to the actual finals. And fell short as a favorite. Yeah. So well, he is he the most notable NBA player without without a title? Is there anybody who would usurp that? James Harden. I think Chris Paul. What about Jimmy Butler? <sighs> you didn't. He's not Chris Paul level. You don't have though. to go there. Yeah, he's not Chris Paul level. Thanks for that, Billy. Appreciate that. Thanks for the hurt. <laughs> Thanks for the hurt. He was he was in it. I'm, I'm a fan too, but he was a bubble away, and then he was an inch there. away from going to the finals last year. Now, Billy, I wanted to ask you too. What's yeah. the most significant piece of competitive hardware you've ever won? Trophy or plaque? I mean, ribbons are lame, so oh, I don't wow. think ribbons count. I would say maybe uh, like eighth grade flag football championship of the city league. Yeah, baby. Okay. Um, that was up there. That's awesome. No, that's um, good stuff. I did. Um, I did win a geography B. There uh, you go. That's up there as well. <laughs> how how um, old were you when you won the geography B? Oh, so 
I'm sorry. The flag football was when I was eight years old. The geography bee was eighth grade. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, Do work. Yeah, and then I was a part of a conference uh, championship winning team in college up at uh, Methodist University. Shout out the Monarchs. Let's go, Monarchs. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, so, um, you know, that was cool. I was, I was, you know, was mainly on the scout team, but, you know, freshman year, we still got rings. You contributed, man. Jeanette held a microphone yeah, for spring did, training know? and did, like, the <laughs> what's the thing under the helmet, can you find it game on the scoreboard, and she's getting a World Series ring, so don't be ashamed of that, Billy. <laughs> it's all facts. <laughs> Do they tell you beforehand which helmet that, that thing that they put under it's I going to be? Say, I can't disclose that. Oh, you don't know. So you don't. Uh, you can't disclose if you you know beforehand it's one, two, or three mm-hmm. on the scoreboard. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd have to kill you. Uh, <laughs> Derek is in Wellington. Derek, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Derek? Derek. Uh oh, is this uh, not Derek? You might need Gary, maybe. Oh, okay. Yes. In well, in well. Yeah. Okay. Yep, we got you. Go ahead. Okay. What about running back for the Titans, Henry? Oh, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry? Uh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. He's fallen yeah. short in the postseason. I would argue his quarterback yeah. is more to blame than him. But, yes, that is a very, right. very, very good one. And then, yeah. uh, uh, if you could, what's the most significant piece of hardware, you, competitive hardware you've won? Probably a trophy when I was a 18 years old for uh, Independent Basketball League. We went undefeated one year. All right. All right. So history yeah. was made. I okay. love that. Well done. Yeah. Well yeah. done. Appreciate the call. Unblemished record there. Undefeated. Uh-huh. Undefeated. Running the table. Uh, the geography bee, by the way. I never did one, and I think I would do extremely well in a geography Dude, bee. Dude, there are plenty of those going around, like websites and stuff that I can put Sporkle? you through when the show ends. Sporkle? A little stuff like that, but I remember... Is it, is it the one you play at a bar? No, that's like a different it, thing. It, oh. it, it, it's totally simple. Like, they, they have a key. I don't know. They have a key where, like, the letters are the countries or yeah. continents, and then you just got to plug them in. Like, I think you would ace that for I sure. I think I would do extremely well, and I'm also very good with state capitals as well. Very, very good. <laughs> very nice capitals. skill to have. Very useful. Uh, <laughs> it's gotten to me to where I am today. <laughs> so you're just trying to be invited to trivia night. Uh, yeah, yeah. It. Please, somebody invite me to trivia night. I have no life. Bobby <laughs> in Boca. Bobby's on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Bobby? Hey guys, what's going on? What's going hey. on, man? Most competitive piece of hardware? Yes, sir. Hello? Yes, go ahead. Most competitive piece of hardware? 1978, most valuable defensive back, Temple University. Wait, it's Stetson? Temple. Oh, Temple. Temple. Oh, 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 oh so I, I was selling Bobby Short. No offense to those who are Stetson football fans, but and hatters. having that at, at Temple is a little bit, a uh, little more, more significant in uh, in my world. Uh, that's a good one, Bobby. Still, not, still number three in the history of the school in interceptions. Let's do it. Bobby, let's, let's do it, Bobby. Go, man. Let's go, Bobby. That, that takes... Which, Bobby, at what, at what point are you still able to... I don't know if you're married or not, if you have, or if you're in a relationship, but how often did you use that where, uh, to, to pick up women? Like, hey, you realize at Temple, I'm top three interceptions all time. What's up, girl? Uh, no, nah, nah, bro. I was good looking enough to, to be able to snatch it without that using that hardware. All right, all right. You didn't need that ammo. All right. Good stuff, Bobby. Good yep. stuff. And usually, from my experience, usually somebody with Billy's resume 
precedes With, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, ego. yeah. No, I, I, and appreciate the call, Bobby. That so, is we, good. We, so we got a leader in the clubhouse here, an actual award from Bobby here. You know, the most valuable defensive player, uh, opposed to the geography B, <laughs> a quarterback competition, or hello, Jeanette's World Series ring here. But to be honest with you, a lot more effort, time, and skill was put into that. There was a little more. Not that you didn't work hard the spring training, but there was more of a build up to Bobby's award. I might have carpal tunnel from the bunch of emails I had. That's a great point. That, and and from gripping the microphone. Yeah. And yelling at kids to go. <laughs> yeah. Hey! Um, no, it's You're funny, though. I actually told the story to my oldest daughter this morning because it is hell to get her to practice her words for her spelling test every Friday. It is hell. And you don't have any patience, I bet, when it comes None. to stuff like that. <laughs> I'm like, get your words and let's yeah. work on them now! This is the one I we did last that. night! Right. No, I can see but it. It's so frustrating because I know she knows them, stupid? but she sells herself short. <laughs> what are you, a dummy? <laughs> she, she sells herself short um, by not putting the proper work in. She could get 10 out of 10 every time, but she settles for like 8 out of 10 or 9 out of 10 when she doesn't have to. And I told her a story about how when I was in fourth grade, and I was always a great speller. I'm a very good speller. Um, but And I made it to the final four of my school spelling bee. And the night before, I had decided, ah, uh, I'm good. I don't need to look at the last batch of words. I'm tired. I'm going to bed because I was confident. And what happened in the semifinal round? I got a word that was in that group that I decided not to look at. And I lost. I went out. The bell rang. And I was out of the competition in the final four. Traumatic moment of my life. And if only... I would have taken five minutes to look at him. I would have been okay. And that was the lesson I taught my daughter today is that's the difference between 8 out of 10 on your spelling test and 10 out of 10. All it takes is five minutes. You know what you're doing. And then she proceeded to uh, throw a tantrum, and I made her French toast sticks. (laughs) (laughs) I love your daughter. Yeah, I'm getting flashes of, you know, I would have been an All-American if I didn't tear my knee. (laughs) (laughs) If I didn't have knee surgery. what it is is I want to live vicariously through my daughter (laughs) to win the spelling bee at her school. Exactly. PTSD of my real dad. I'm going to be in the crowd. Go get him, baby. Go better. And the parents are like, shut up. What are you doing? You don't know what happened to me in 1989. (laughs) Let me tell you a story. My knee hurts when it rains. All right. Uh, TD is in Riviera Beach. What's up, TD? Hey, how's it going? What's going on, brother? All right. So I'm going to start off with my hardware. My freshman year of junior college football in California, I was a 400-meter, 4x4 relay on conference champ. Yes. And my freshman year, I blocked seven um, kicks, four four, um, punts, and three field goals, two for touchdowns. Oh my God! What defensive, defensive back? That yeah. is amazing. <laughs> that is awesome. Can I can I ask you as far as the relay team is concerned? Because that's super impressive. Yeah. How difficult is the baton exchange, and how at the Olympic level do some of these teams still screw it up? Why is that so difficult? Man, I you know. I, I can't explain how they keep screwing it up, <laughs> but, <laughs> but what I will tell you is, you know, if you've been doing it for a long time, it becomes practice. And I think a lot of times with Olympic teams, they throw these forces together at the last minute based upon speed sure. and chemistry. Sure. And, and it takes time to put that together. You know, it takes about two weeks to really put together a group to really get some chemistry. And to do it the night before or the day before, it, it, it doesn't work. Uh, unless you're Jamaican and you can just do it. Because you're hey, unbelievable. Hey, hey, 
When you get a, when you get a lead that far, you can slow down. And hit <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can take little baby steps, make sure you have that baton, and still make up that ground. Yeah, you, you can cut your hair, shave, and still collect the baton to keep running. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, who, who's your so, athlete that hasn't won a title yet? I, I got a good one for you guys. Right. She, someone, someone, someone took the one I had with Chris Paul. So I got one better. So I had to go back to football. This guy played awesome football. Went to a Super Bowl and lost and fell off the map. He's still hanging on, Matt Ryan. So, and so uh. Matt Ryan, and, and he is an active player. I just feel like too, it's a tough conversation to have about him because we all know that that ship has sailed now, um, and he's basically yeah, well, let's, retired. Well, let's go, let's go, we, yeah, because I was going to go with Westbrook because he was great in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and then he just went to a bad system in LA. I think he'd do better in, in a good system with young guys running. He's not a half court player, but. Uh, in the right system, I would go Westbrook in basketball now. Love it. Westbrook in basketball. And and uh, Stone said before the show, and thank you, TD, Stone said before the show, oh, it's it's no big deal because Russ is going to win it this year. Yes, sir. Cannot wait for it. We don't have to bring up Russ because he's good. He's going to get his, and we know where I, he's going to get it from. When should I start, you know, planning my night out at Live? Uh, it's a good question. When should I help you out? Go ahead and tune into a few Lakers game and look at the life that these guys got. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis played really well, uh-huh. I, even though he played 30 seconds and then left the game with <laughs> flu-like <laughs> symptoms the mm-hmm. other night. But mm-hmm. I think these Lakers are uh, playoff bound, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Can you, I'm, not, I'm, I'm picking your outfit for Liv. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. God knows I need it. Uh, Phil in Boynton. Phil, uh, whatever you want to go with first, your, your athlete who hasn't won a title or the most significant hardware that you've ever won. Okay, well, I don't know if you got Joe Burrows down yet. And Matt Ryan was the other one I was thinking, but the gentleman before took it. So let me, let me, so Joe Burrow, so he's been to a Super Bowl. He fell short, but he's still someone who I would argue hasn't hit his prime yet in his career, right? Like maybe yeah, this yeah, is the better way still, to put it. Yeah, you've, you've had to have hit your prime to be, to be an athlete who hasn't won a title. Is that, is that fair? Yeah, that, that would be better. Uh, how about Sam? How about Sam Bam Cunningham? Who? Sam Sam Cunningham. That was he used to be a fullback for the Patriots and then and. Uh, <laughs> USC. You, you know what, uh, Phil? I am going to take your word for that one. Okay, we'll write it down. We've got, we've got it. Um, now, what about the, what about the hardware? What about the hardware? The best hardware that uh, the most significant okay. hardware. Uh, for first place in the uh, pole top rescue and the lineman rodeo. Ooh, <laughs> now I can get down with wait, that wait, one wait, right wait, there. Wait, what, what was the last part? What, oh, rodeo, rodeo, rodeo. Yeah, that is the, badass. The lineman that rodeo. Is badass. Wait, Phil, that's the most badass thing I've ever heard. Holy yeah, the hell! Lineman rodeo. So, so wait, do you like? Are, do you do you wrangle the little calves? No, no, climbing the telephone poles with the. With the power company, you do the Lyman Lyman rodeo. Oh, oh, that! <laughs> I thought you meant like rodeo, like like rodeo, rodeo, like cowboy rodeo. That's even cooler, I think. All right, Phil, congrats! That's awesome. <laughs> Wait. So Lyman's like a super dangerous job. Yes, it is. I'm not denying that, but I so, thought he meant rodeo. I didn't say. I didn't same. hear him say lineman rodeo. The first thing that would have come to mind if I did hear him was that he was uh, lassoing uh, offensive linemen, big 300 pound dudes. Didn't occur to me that he was talking about the power grid. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It's 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 uber impressive though. Like it's one of the most dangerous jobs in the world, and like you get picked out as number one of the best. So shouts to Phil there. That's pretty badass. But you you can win trophies for that. Yeah. <laughs> Next. 
<laughs> can, can you can you look up Stone? See if there is a lineman rodeo competition. Like I'm not I'm not like Phil. One, Phil puts his life on the line for that. Like, that is unbelievable. That also is not something I ever thought I'd hear. So I wasn't actually listening for it. So I'm not disrespecting Phil. At first I thought he said rodeo, where he's riding around on the horse and he's 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 lassoing calves. Yeah. Dare I say and tying them up. Dare I say what he has to me is more impressive than um any hardware that I've had or even being, you know, the, the mm. defensive MVP for Temple University. Like, you, I think it's harder to accomplish fills than it is oh, a no football doubt. player. Oh, 100%. You cannot pay me enough to do any electrical work, let alone get up on a power line and, and, and do that stuff. No, thank you. By the way, Sam Cunningham, 10-year fullback for the Patriots. <laughs> uh, oh, God. We'll continue to take your calls when we come back. I am now, this is one of my favorite opening topics we've ever done. I am loving all of this. And I am going to, I am going to learn myself on Lineman Rodeo when we come back. And I'm going to tell you all about it. And can I just say how exciting it is to hear the all the amazing success of our listeners? I, this is thrilling. And this is your chance to celebrate, so keep calling. I have such a new appreciation for you people because you have accomplished things in your life. It's fantastic. What is the, the, the most significant piece of hardware you've ever won? And which athlete? is the best active athlete not to have won a title. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. I'm about to do me some research on lineman rodeo. That's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Just wait until I tell you about my new favorite competition. The Florida Lineman Competition. Coming up in 2023, March 3rd, March 4th. We may have to do a remote. Because this is awesome. Now, I'm game for that. You remember mean, when Hurricane Ian an came and they, and they had the 100, like, thousand linemen ready to go for Hurricane Ian? Like, they're yeah. heroes. They are heroes. For sure. I just didn't know they had Olympics. Yeah, for sure. And they do. <laughs> and we have a listener, Phil and Boynton, who, who's like a champion. The lineman rodeo. And if he hurts his foot or ankle, he can go to Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Who is the athlete, active athlete? That's the best to not have won a title. And what's your most significant piece of hardware you've ever won? Competitive hardware, trophy, plaque. What's the most significant piece of hardware you've ever won? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. So, Friday, March 3rd, Saturday, March 4th. It is the Florida Lineman Competition, the Lineman Rodeo. So here are the uh, events, okay? 
And I don't know what any of this stuff means, but it sounds badass. The 15,000-volt arrestor change. Again, I don't know what that is, but it sounds dangerous. <laughs> I was going to say dangerous. Yeah. The H-frame crossover. The Hurtman rescue. A mystery event. Ooh. Ooh. And then there's a written test. That doesn't sound fun. But then there's a 12,000-volt capacitator replacement. Ooh, stop. A 12,000-volt dead-end insulator changeout. A top circuit 4,000 volt cross arm change out and a vertical Hurtman rescue. So it feels a bona fide badass. That is awesome. That sounds dangerous. It sounds high up in the air. Well, I know people who have died from that. <laughs> True is. And again, my condolences as Jeanette. No, but that just is like, this is very dangerous work. Yeah. Stone wasn't here last Friday when we had Tom Herman on. Oh, yeah, you were here, weren't you? No, yeah. you weren't. Oh, I was in studio. You were in studio. Oh, man. You heard it. Oh, hear. he, but he wasn't part of the show. He wasn't here yet. Yeah, no. So was, uh... last week, right before Tom Herman <laughs> came on, new FAU head football coach, we're getting our exclusive interview with him before he is introduced to the world. Hey, big the deal. Big head deal. Football oh. coach. Big deal. Big guest. Um, Jeanette, as Tom Herman is about ready to go, decided to, to drop on us. Casually. Casually, that her, uh, her stepbrother um, died via electrocution. Because we were talking about lightning, right? Yeah. And I said, and I, know I shouldn't be laughing, but yeah, it but, was. But I still. It's very dangerous work. It is. It is. And it's not to be taken lightly. And that sounds badass. It is. And again, condolences. Because I don't know how to transition out of that without, again, saying sorry for your loss. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go back to the phones. We got Mark in West Palm Beach. <laughs> As I scramble to see who the hell is next. Mark is on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Mark? All right. I got uh, a current athlete would be Ricky Fowler. Never won a major. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, and and here's, here's, a, here's one everybody loves. Unfortunately, didn't happen. He's a, a retired athlete. That would be Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah, and he came, he came an so unbelievable close. greatest uh, catch and touch to, uh, in Super Bowl history away from winning the championship. Thanks a yeah. lot, San Antonio Holmes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, uh, so hardware would be uh, in 2019, I coached uh, a women's flat track roller derby association team, the WFTDA, to a what they call a Continental Cup tournament championship we came in as a sixth a team from argentina called uh -huh. the sailor city rollers came in as a sixth seed we sw swept through the tournament and came out with a gold medal all right well that's unbelievably badass too yes it is um you you coached a roller derby team to a championship uh how just how rough is roller derby if you may let us in on that mark i'm gonna say i mean it is a full contact sport but um Success mostly depends on um, fine, you know, skating skills. It's not really about big hits and things. It's more of a finesse. And, and then, Mark, I have a question: How somebody becomes a coach yeah, of a roller yeah, derby? Yeah, yeah, that's that's and, oh, and that's no disrespect, but how in the hell does someone uh, get in the roller derby world and become a coach of a champion? That's a great question. The answer for me is I was a referee for a number of years, which of course <laughs> gives you an opportunity to learn an awful lot about <laughs> the game and strategy. That is awesome. So, fun fact: I went to a Dubs. I went yeah, to a Dub couple City. Dub City uh, roller derby practices, but Local I didn't team. have medical insurance, so I. Couldn't. So you couldn't actually derby? <laughs> no, because I was like, if part of practice is you right. obviously have to fall and you might break something. Wait, I was like, I don't know how I could recoup. But that. I have another question: How were you introduced to roller derby? Right. Uh, for actually, a friend of mine played for Dub City. 
Oh, that's cool. And uh, I was interested myself. I uh, went in and checked out a couple of games, and, you know, it, it kind of went on from there. That is really, really cool. You should come back out to Dub City. They're definitely <laughs> getting back on track again. And I have medical insurance, so that <laughs> now, work. now she has go. health insurance, exactly. So it's much better situation for. That's cool. Appreciate the call, Mark. Wait a minute. So we've taken back-to-back calls. We've asked, and I'm thinking we're going to get like, oh, conference football champion sure. or baseball high school all-star game home run derby champion. We have gotten lineman rodeo medalist. Okay, we have gotten a coached a roller derby team to a championship over a squad from Argentina. This is amazing. <laughs> Hopefully we keep it going, but uh, a lot be- a lot cooler than what we offered. I uh, Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> she, I mean, Jeanette did win a World Series championship. And I have two crowns. Yours was a Boy Scout go-kart that you saved. It's not a go-kart. Wood. It's a Pinewood <laughs> Derby. Not even a go-kart. Nobody gets in it. But it's a little tiny piece of wood. <laughs> what? But some respect. I know. Uh, I hear you. I hear and, you. I apologize. And the name of the Pinewood Derby car, and I painted it on the back, was Quack Attack. Ooh, <laughs> that does make it a little bit cooler. Mm-hmm. Not by much. <sighs> Sean in Palm Beach Gardens. What's going on, Sean? Doing good. Doing good. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, uh, although I've uh, I, I, I had great respect for everybody's sports accomplishments, and I myself have division champs and not state champs, but gotten to that high school level and whatnot. But, uh, you know, I got to say my greatest accomplishment would have been, and I know it's not directly sport-related, but I haven't met somebody who doesn't watch sports and has not eaten tailgate food. So it was a tailgate championship in 2010, <laughs> and it, it consisted of many, many foods. Uh, it was throughout Palm Beach County, about 50 vendors, and I took... I, I took the chili uh, chili cookoff champion. I took the, uh, the the wing championship and the uh, baby back ribs. So yes, I respect. I have high yes. regard for all the sports. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, that's just as good. Like that's amazing. That is so much respect. <laughs> and when can you drop some off yeah. at the station, so, please? Well, Man. You know, it's, it's funny when I was when I was dating my wife, I had the plaques above, you know, a part of our little bar area that we had side, but I, I still kind of keep them up in the kitchen, and she won't let me throw them out. I, I, she has so many trotskies that I make her throw out every year, and I, <laughs> I have to hold on to these damn things. They're two, three plaques yeah. my, my greatness. Uh, hell yeah! In existence. I'd make sure that that <laughs> stuff is prominently displayed in the living room. Like, hey, get a look, trophy case. Look what I did. This is like that. <laughs> Super Bowl is in my house this year. Yeah, food and, is. The Love. event, <laughs> the event took place on a one-year event, and the amount of people that were so debaucherously hammered at Mirasol 2010, <laughs> they never held the event again. But it was the most amazing. Oh man! It was the most amazing weekend. It so, was an overnight thing. You know, people were obviously it was a barbecue fest, so people were tailgating with their brisket and stuff oh in the morning. God. That's it, my kind of party. It was amazing. So that's a you. Marisol did not allow us back. That's did not allow us back. <laughs> so you won three trophies at a competition that was never held again because it was so chaotic and drunken. Like I don't know how Correct. how to actually top <laughs> that. And and then and appreciate the call. Like you can just point people to those trophies and say, "I won those for handling my meat." My meat's so good. People were fighting over it. I know my way around meat. My meat's in high demand. (laughs) Would you like to try my meat? (laughs) It's saucy. (laughs) 
man. It could go much worse. That's so good. That's so good. It's like the the, the Woodstock of uh, barbecue fests, I guess. The, yeah, like the Coachella. Yeah, it'll never happen again. <laughs> Just ever. Right, right. right. It, it, it was so debaucherous <laughs> that it can never take place again. There's black and white photos right next to the right, trophy right. case. <laughs> and then a table was broken. Right. It's just like, uh, but it's there are parallels. Drunken debauchery, fire, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right. It is the Woodstock of tailgate uh, competitions. But if, if, if I knew how to grill properly, and I don't, I feel like it would expand my man horizons an awful lot. All I can really do are tubed meats. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> I'm with you. And we brought on Mike Tannenbaum to our NFL insider, and he's the guy who's on the grill as well. I mean, there are people. Is he around- a griller? I mean, we ask him oh, frequently. Yeah, you're right, you're right. He, well, maybe he's just because it was Fourth of July or, you know, whatever the event was coming up. But there are people around us who, who got it going on. Well, you know, Doug Mosley, the executive right, director right. of the RiffClaim.com Boca yes. Tumble, is an award-winning mm-hmm. barbecuer. And, like, listen, there's nothing better than a man who can handle his meat yes. on the grill. <laughs> I agree. Uh, <laughs> Ken LaVega live here on ESPN 106.3. We will come back, and we have a lot of fun. Uh, on the horizon. We are here until 2 o'clock. Did that, was that ominous, Ken? That sounded ominous. Oh, yeah, it was ominous. Oh, and by the way, we are, we are going to present Stone with a certificate of success. Oh because my God. he seems underwhelmed by his, his most significant piece of hardware that he's ever won. You know, it really struck a chord with me. He was really sad and almost on the brink of tears that... You know, you have your trophy. Mm-hmm. I have my rings, my sashes, and my crowns. Mm-hmm. And Stone has nothing. So I want—I created something for you to hold proud. I appreciate it, I think. We'll see what it looks We're gonna like. We're going to honor Stone when we come back because, damn it, he deserves it. That's the Dominican Queen, Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The Houston Astros are the world champions of baseball. Jeanette Javier, mm-hmm. by association, is a world champion of baseball because she, the in-game host of the world champion Houston Astros at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches, and don't you know it, 2023 spring training is right around the corner. Tickets on sale now at ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Come see the World Series champs, the Astros and the Washington Nationals, as they both prepare for the 2023 campaign. Spring training home games will include popular opponents like the Yankees and, yes, Aaron Judge. That whole bit blown to pieces now because Aaron Judge has been re-signed. And the Boston Red Sox. Without Sandra Bogarts. See the best teams in baseball, including the World Series champs, the Astros, and the Engineette. Take the field in 2023 at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. 2023 spring training, ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com, ballparkpalmbeaches.com, and get your tickets. All right, so I, um, oh, oh, Stone just sent us a photo, by the way. Jeanette and I, a photo of. Him winning the trophy at the quarterback competition back in high school. How old were you? Uh, probably 17. 17 years old. You got the flow and locks. Mm, the so lettuce. yesterday. 
Hey, you got some ripped up arms, man. That bicep's looking good. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was a little more. I, I, I was defined. That's pretty good. Uh, are you going to put this out on social media, by the way? Mm, you should. Yeah, yeah. For for what reason would that be? Uh, so that people who are listening have a reference point to what we're talking about with this photo. For sure. Okay. So it's you receiving that trophy. That's a nice trophy. Nice football shaped trophy. It looks like it's just a plastic trophy with a football inside a plastic case that's that on top of that trophy. That ain't plastic, baby. Well, okay. we got something better for you. Pure well, gold. You seemed underwhelmed by it. So Jeanette took it upon herself to design something that I think is going to going to make you a happy man. It's something you're going to hold close to your heart, and it's something that I am proud to present to you on behalf of Jeanette and myself. You mentioned earlier that maybe, maybe your most prized moment, uh, your biggest accomplishment was scamming the government by getting a full scholarship to go play college football. Yes. And I, you've said that before, so I know that it has made quite a mark on you. Um, well, we'd like to present to you, <laughs> on behalf of Jeanette and myself, Stone, we present to you the Certificate of Success. This certificate is to celebrate doing work. It is presented to Stone Lebanowitz in formal recognition of scamming the government through earning a full scholarship to a Division I university. I am mm -hmm. flattered. So uh, you should probably frame this. By the way, signed by Ken Levick, a Pinewood Derby designer, champion, and Ken Levick, a live uh, show host. And Jeanette Javier, World Series champion, two-time Miss Florida <laughs> International, and Ken Levick alive. I'm not going to lie. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. It's so, well done, too. It, I can get that laminated, and I'll put it in a frame. That's right. So I'm actually going to walk it over to you right now. Congratulations! Yeah. We will do a team photo so that we can all celebrate in Stone's accomplishment. Congrats on your certificate of success. Yeah, I appreciate it. I didn't necessarily have a speech, speech, speech prepared. Yeah, please give speech, a speech. speech. But, it's um, mandatory. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, less than 1% of high school athletes get full scholarships to Division I universities. Mm -hmm. So I am a part of a select fraternity that a few members of our, uh, our listeners actually called in. You got TD, Bobby from Boca and, and stuff. Yeah, they're a part of that fraternity as well. So uh, I am a part of the 1% of oh. uh, high school athletes in this uh, country mm -hmm. that we call the United States of America. So uh, bottom line, I'm just flattered and uh, appreciative to share it with, you know, the Pinewood Derby designer champion and the World Series champion in Jeanette Javier. Thank you. That was a actually really good speech. That was, <laughs> I actually didn't think he had that in him. That was pretty good, actually. Uh, so uh, we'll take a photo of that and uh, end his honor. Uh, Andres tweets, and my most valuable piece of hardware would be winning the 2014 ESPN West Palm Intern of the Year. Carmi, the most talented athlete to not have won a title, I would say, is Stefan Diggs. Andres, former intern, former teammate here at ESPN West Palm. And his Carmi Award. Uh, we love you, Andres. Good to, good to hear from you. Uh, and also, Aaron tweets in. <laughs> Uh, not my biggest piece of hardware, but hands down my favorite, my second place giant cock trophy. He was in the run with the roosters. <laughs> How do you get into that? Mm. Not sure. Mm. Not sure. I would love to. Well, I already chased chickens in my family's backyard. I was going to say, you could get with the run with the roosters and get your own giant cock trophy. I would love a prize cock on my wall. <laughs> uh, and, and Aaron adds, 
Y'all best kiss that ring that Jeanette gets. You're not going to dirty it. I don't need their germs <laughs> on it. We will, we will not be sullying that fawn World Series ring. They can upon it, but yeah. they're not kissing but it. Fawn rhymes with pawn, where that thing will be as soon as you get it no, in your possession. Key, I'm scared the second I come to Orlando and I show mommy it. Literally the first thing mommy asked was, how much are you selling that for? You get a new car. Because she's finger. a good businesswoman. I, I can get a car. I can get a deposit. Mm-hmm. I can do a lot of things. I wonder how much a brand new, a brand new World Series ring you could pawn for. On pawn? average, it's $70,000. At a uh, pawn, but what do you... Really? What, what? I look it up. That's what I did. Then you're not keeping <laughs> it. Wait, you researched it? Of course. I woke up the next day. <laughs> You might not want to I make that public before you get the ring. And my friend was like, wake up. We have to go check out uh, Michelangelo. <laughs> also, you're a World Series champ. And I'm like, what do you... Mm? And, and then I'm you're like, like, Google, how much does a World Series ring pawn for? I sound like an absolute prude, but I'm going to own it. I was drinking a half liter of wine in Florence, and we were Googling <laughs> the, pro- the, the amount World Series rings are. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Could you imagine going to, like, 45th Street and walking into a pawn shop Right. With an Astros World Series ring, and you slapping it on the table saying, how much can I get for this? Authentic. It's an authentic World Series <laughs> it's, ring. It's just, I don't think it's safe to do. I was going to say, I, I do don't it. think it's safe. Because I'm sure they've had, like, one or two, like, world champion Heisman rings. trophies. Yeah, like, any of I've those things come in. Like, I've worn a UM one. Mm-hmm. I've worn, worn an FAU one. And a couple, when I bartended, a couple high school ones. They're heavy. Yeah, I mean. But most of those are not real. I mean, they're not. With no, that eighth grade, that eighth know, grade state championship I talked about winning, yeah, I got, I got a ring, too. It's like plastic. The photographer, UM, who's also my very good friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his Oh, that's ring. the one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JC? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah for sure. That's real. That is exactly. real. Exactly. But a World Series ring is like next level stuff. Mm-hmm. So how much was it again? It was average 70000 I mean, why wouldn't you pawn that? I wonder if they send you a fake one. Or, or one that's not the one they give to Justin Verlander. Can you Verlander. imagine the awkward conversation Bro, that would lead to? We need to get a hold of Santonio Holmes and ask him if he's ever considered pawning his Super Bowl ring. Eh, I think that's a touchy subject because usually when you hear stories about people pawning their rings, it's no, because they're down on no, their No, 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 but I'm saying just considered it. Just like, or wondered how much it was worth. Why Santonio Holmes? Because he has a ring. He's the one person I know that has a Super Bowl ring. Oh, yeah, we should definitely get a hold of him. I was going to say Pierre, but he ended up won a Super Bowl. Oh, you're right. And I don't want to remind him about that. <laughs> you're right. Like That would be more jerkish than me reaching out to San Antonio Holmes wondering if he ever pawned a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> Let me tell you about Stormhouse Brewing, North Palm Beach, US 1, a half mile south of PGA Boulevard. Stormhouse Brewing, the great thing about them is that you can go, you can have a good time, and you're not having to pawn a Super Bowl ring in order to have a good time up there. It is nice and cost-friendly, and you'll enjoy the craft beer. Brewed on site. The full food menu. Go this weekend and watch soccer. Mm. There are some epic quarterfinals coming up. May I interest you in England, France? May I interest you in Argentina and Brazil? Maybe. Ooh. Just maybe. That's right. And you can watch those at Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhousebrewing.com. Stormhouse Brewing, North Palm Beach, US 1, a half mile south of PGA Boulevard. Again, you don't want to miss out on the outstanding full food menu and the craft brewery. I mean, the two things in one, 
It's the best of both worlds, and it's honestly heaven. Stormhouse Brewing, stormhousebrewing.com, Crystal Cove Commons. You can't miss it. U.S. 1, half mile south of PGA Boulevard. That's Stormhouse Brewing. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Here's a message from Ken Levicka. Aaron Judge is in the fraternity of the best athletes to never win a championship. Who's in that frat house with them? Stone LeBanowitz hit the open. On your mark. That's it. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up. Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. The good thing, as I sit here jealous of Aaron Judge's nine years, $360 million, the thing that I take solace in as I'm jealous of his unbelievable wealth is that I have as many World Series championships as he does. Is that petty? I, I mean, it makes me feel better. Is that petty, Jeanette? You're, you're my Judge Mint person. No, uh, it's all facts. <laughs> I like how I went judgment person when that person is a judge. That's <laughs> well, well done. Yeah. It just comes out naturally uh, now. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> who else is in that conversation with Aaron Judge? I legit, and I'm not joking, thinking about this last night, I am totally blank on in the NFL who the best athlete would be to never win a Super Bowl. But Aaron Judge now, now that he is in our consciousness with that extension, re-signing with the Yankees, 9 for 360, he is, without a shadow of a doubt, the best baseball player not to win a title, unless Mike Trout is in that conversation as well. And when do we start putting those parameters on people? Does it happen after year three? Does it happen after year four? How long do you have to be playing before you get into the discussion of best athlete not to win a title? Ken Levick alive on Thursday here on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the sparkly and majestic Intracoastal Stone Lebanowitz. He is Friday Night Lights. He is the Radio Life Partner. And he runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And in her rightful throne, to my left, if you're facing Stone Lebanowitz, she is the Dominican Queen. She is Jeanette Javier in her regular Thursday Position. I that came off as really petty, didn't it? What on my end? Like just ah, I have got as many titles as Aaron Judge. So bleep you and your money, Aaron. No, it's factual. Yeah, you're trying to deliver a point, and it's real. I have as many World Series titles. Actually, I have more World Series titles than Aaron Judge. She. That is a great point. I didn't even think about that. I have more World Series than Jeanette Javier, the in-game host, ballpark of the Palm Beaches, Houston Astros. She is soon going to be the recipient of a World Series ring. She will have a baseball world championship, or she already does have one more baseball world championship than Aaron Judge does. We are in the presence of greatness here, Stone. Elite-level stuff right here. We're also living in the Matrix when you when you put that into perspective. That Jeanette Javier, 
<laughs> has a yeah. World Series ring. World Series champion. Aaron mm-hmm. Judge, nine years, $360 million. You doesn't Yankees. own right. a ring. Right. A, a franchise that's won 27 World Championships, and it's Jeanette one, Aaron Judge zero. Yeah, right. So I think that makes us, you know, by default, more important than Aaron Judge. What is our You're life? You're welcome. Uh-huh. What is our life? I love it. it, it that is oh, my, my. true insanity. You guys just boosted my ego more than it already was this morning. Thank you. Uh, Stone, what's the most significant thing you've ever won? Like piece of hardware you ever won as an athlete? Uh, that's a, a, a tough question. I would need a second to think now. Like I, I don't want to go the route of... Uh, being an eighth grade travel football player, winning that state championship, like, like so, no, no, no. you know, I'm not, but, but, I don't, I don't want to do that. But that might be it, right? In I mean, terms of like physical hardware, you hoisted. Did you ever win a regional in football? Did you ever win a conference championship? Yeah, I, I won a conference championship okay. at the Did junior college level. Yeah, we won our. Oh, okay. We we were co-winners of the Missouri Valley Football Conference when Win- we went on to the quarterfinals of the playoffs. Um, but did that? But did but you get a trophy? No, no trophy, no trophy. Well, I could, yeah, you know what? I don't. I, it gets like a little more embarrassing, or you know, if I keep going, because like I think the, the most so, impressive hardware that I've hoisted was like when I beat Tyler Huntley and Jake Allen and and James Blackman out at a, a quarterback competition, like some of the highly touted guys. Who look now we flex. See. Look at him flex. For, like, for sure, I can oh, flex I'm big time. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that the only trophy I got was beating Jake Allen. And Tyler, Tyler Huntley <laughs> and James Blackman. Oh, that that was garbage. It's that the high garbage. school stuff. So the answers, you know, not not too fond of my answers though. But that's, I mean, that's good stuff right there. Sure, you should be proud. Yeah, and that's getting good. the full scholarship to play D one quarterback. Yeah, I, I guess if I could, you know, have a, a trophy for know. having school paid for, I would. Do you yeah, want me to draw you something? <laughs> <laughs> sure, like a certificate. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but he didn't. Yeah, he didn't get a, a trophy no. for that. But he got a trophy for beating out some top quarterbacks. What was it? A seven on seven, or what was it a quarterback competition? Yeah, it was a quarterback competition. Okay. What do you want your handmade certificate for? Um, scamming the government, right? Getting school paid for, uh, <laughs> not having to pay for anything, you know, for That's my good. four years of college. That's good. That, that is yeah. that is good. He took advantage of the college amateur system, right, and, and right. he got his he got his school paid for. I mean, for me. I won a conference championship in volleyball my senior year of high school. <laughs> that, that's kind of badass. That's though. the that is the <laughs> the most significant trophy I've ever won. And then one year I won best design at my Cub Scout Pinewood Derby. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, don't ever mention that again. You know what I did? We, we love know, it. You know what we did? And it was actually more my mom and dad than it was me. <laughs> I for whatever reason when I made a Pinewood Derby car when I was a Cub what Scout. What is a Pinewood Derby? Uh, Pinewood car. Derby is This ever- sounds super Midwest. Every- I know what it is. No, every year in Cub Scouts, you uh, there's a Pinewood Derby. It's basically a big wooden block. <laughs> It's a wooden block, and you have to carve it into a car. You put some weights on it, you put the wheels on it, and you race it down a track. And so this is like a thing that you do in Cub Scouts every single year. You usually have it at a local elementary school or something like that, okay? Wherever there's a hill. Whatever, yeah, yeah, or wherever you have enough room to set up a ramp. Right, exactly. Yeah, that wonder I haven't made but one. For whatever reason, we could never put together an aerodynamic Pinewood Derby car that actually won anything. It was, I, my cars were always failures from actually winning, but there was a best design. So one year we decided we're going for it. We're going for it. And what did we do? We painted this Pinewood Derby car. We, sh- we, 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 we carved it, and then we, we sanded it down in the shape of a duck. 
and we painted it white with a beak, and we put feathers on the back. That thing was slow as hell, but it won best design. <laughs> Dude, that is actually. Do you have a, a picture of it? Really uh, good I don't trophy. Know, it actually. sounds majestic to a certain. Degree. I mean, I'm sure it's not. You know, if we were to see the picture of it, but, uh, like, but <laughs> it's one of the trophies that I am actually. It's one of my vivid childhood memories. Is that duck Pinewood Derby car that I got to hold a trophy in pictures for winning best design? Did Vivi let you hang it up in the house or put it on the, the trophy mount? I think I might have like the a trophy taxi still. Derby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mounted my Pinewood Derby duck on my wall. <laughs> quack, quack. Yeah. Um, but that, I actually love that. What is the most significant trophy or plaque you've ever won? What, like competitive. I guess it could be spelling bee. It could be something like I that. I have a couple pageant crowns. Yeah, yeah. You see, Jeanette's, well, that's Jeanette's real. won pageants. Yeah. yeah, like that's a real thing. What's the most significant competitive piece of hardware you've ever won? Because Stone, it was at quarterback competition where, oh, ho, hum, he beat Jake Allen and Tyler Huntley and James Blackman. Mine is the uh, best designed duck pinewood derby car that I made when I was 10 years old. And Jeanette's a pageant queen. Uh, and a World Series champ. And a World Series, yes. Oh, my God. Yes, her pageant her pageant <laughs> sashes have been replaced by a World Series ring with the Houston Astros. What's the most significant piece of hardware you've ever won? 888-760-3776. 888 888- Seven six zero three seven seven six. Tweeted us at KLV one zero six three. That's eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Also, we get to that part because Aaron Judge has never won a championship. He's never won a World Series ring, unlike Jeanette Javier. Mm. So this is the man. This is the face. I would argue now that he is the face of baseball, right? Being the face of the Yankees, being the captain of the Yankees now, with that contract, with what he did last year, with the attention that was paid to his contract situation this offseason. Aaron Judge, when someone brings up Major League Baseball, the first person you're going to go to, name association, is Aaron Judge, right? 100% in a day and age where we don't really care about what you actually do on the field. It would be like a Mike Trout, right? There are guys in the, well, in the yeah. league. Well, yeah, in this day and age, it's so easy to get caught up in an individual. Sure. We're so, more connected than we've ever been. Fantasy's greater than it's ever yep. been. Uh, and baseball certainly needs to do a better job of marketing its individual stars like the NBA does. So, yeah, um, Aaron Judge or maybe Mike Trout comes into play. Yeah. Um, but Mike Trout, I suppose, is in this conversation, too. He is. Of best player in baseball to never have won a title. Now, You've got to play for a certain amount of time and go title-less before you can actually be in this conversation, right? Like, you can't be year two after year two and say, oh, best player not to win a title. There needs to be you – you've needed to accrue years in this conversation. Like, how many years after you've started playing, Jeanette, do you think it's fair to have the conversation of best athlete not to win a title? Well, I'm one for one when it comes to in-game hosting for <laughs> okay. spring training. You won it in your rookie year. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everybody can be <laughs> yes, as, as advanced as you. You're right. You're right. So, but uh, honestly, I would say at least three seasons because yeah. that gives you ample time to get to know the team, to get to know the program, and to put up numbers. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I would. Ta- I would take it a step further and go to like ten. Like I think you need to really? be in the no, league for like a decade. I don't think you have to be in the league a decade Ooh, because that Matt would take Stafford? Aaron. That would. T- yeah, that would take Aaron Judge out of this conversation. Yeah, but yeah, no, I hear you. You've just, totally just kneecapped the entire opening topic of the show. <laughs> well, I, well, I apologize. Thanks I, a lot, I, Tanya Harding. I guess <laughs> too I, soon. I, I, yes, <laughs> wait, way too soon. But it's like in, in a decade that player that we're specifically talking about would have like gotten to a conference championship, would have gotten to a divisional round or an NFC AFC championship, Eastern Conference Finals. Like, but no, I, I hear you. 
I'll I'll say like four or five. Okay, I can go. I can get down with four or five. I'll say four or five because we'll end up two years from now in this conversation with Tua. If the Dolphins don't win the Super Bowl <laughs> this year, um, it, he'll be in that conversation, yeah. I think. But using those parameters, a guy who's been in the league four or five years, best player not to win a title, and I'm talking about a guy who is still capable of winning a title, like Matt Ryan. That ship has sailed. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Uh, he's not winning a championship. He's still active, but it's not happening. Especially at his current location. Yeah, and he's never going to be a guy who can lead a team to a Super Bowl anymore. Again, after 28-3 to happened, that was a done deal. Not happening not anymore. Not upset about it, though. Why? What do you Tom, have against Matt Tom, Ryan? No, Tom Brady. Tom and Brady the, and the Pats. Oh, but you didn't like Tom Brady when he was with the Pats. That's cheating Well, that's my now. boy now. I don't care. You can't cherry pick all of Tom Brady's you know, accomplishments. Is it my fault Tom Brady came that's to a, me? No, but you can't. Is it my fault? But you, no. can't, you can't claim and celebrate his previous accomplishments no. before he was in a Bucks uniform. I'm with you Ken. Do, you, can't, you can't fight this you can't one. You can't do that. Can't, it's called no, cherry picking. It's called, it's called cherry picking. No, I'm not. You two know I'm very right or die. Loyalty is my name. And Tom Brady's my boy now. But you were loyal so, to him when he was a Patriot. But the past is the past. You got to oh look at now God. and the future. This is so inferior. Yeah, that's terrible. I hate what Jeanette <laughs> is doing right now, actually. Um, but, <laughs> but I. Who in the NFL is the best athlete not to win a title? Because Mahomes has a title. Uh, Josh Allen? Hmm. That's a good one. I guess he fits that criteria, right? I mean, he fits the criteria, but it's like, it's looming. It's like within grasp for Josh Allen. Like it's the People window. People said the, the same about Dave Basically, Marino. the ship has not sailed. He's still polishing his boat on the way to a Super Bowl title. I think Josh Allen. It's just tougher for me to say that. And he's also probably right on our cusp of yeah, four or five years in the league. Too, and, and hear me out on this, Jeanette. I suppose best athlete not to win a title. That also suggests that you have you've fallen short a number. Of times with a title capable team. You know? I said, yeah, that's why that was that's why I said ten years, but for that reason exactly. But yeah, yes, correct. Because Josh Allen, you could argue that now he has a championship caliber team. Mm-hmm. If they don't win it this year as the Super Bowl favorites, now he really is in this discussion, right? I mean this out of curiosity. Uh-huh. Dan Marino. Yeah, he's he's. How the close big, was he? Extre- he went to a Super Bowl. <laughs> exactly. He went to two. He, no, no, he went to a Super Bowl. He lost the Super Bowl, and then he lost at home in an AFC title yeah, game. So I'm just saying, Josh Allen could be the next Dan Marino. He could, but he still has a lot of chapters left <sighs> in his story. Yeah, Josh Allen. If there were Vegas odds on if he is going to win a Super Bowl before his career ends, it, he, he's the favorite to do so. Like, like that's minus three hundred. To do so. Since you want to cherry pick the accomplishments of Tom Brady when he was a Patriot. I'm not cherry picking. It's just facts. It, it was happened. Tom Brady who thrust Peyton Manning into this discussion before the 2005 You're- NFL, uh, 2006 NFL season happened when the Colts beat the Bears. Right on. Like, it was Tom Brady who kept Peyton Manning from a title with a title caliber team yep. and thrust him in that conversation. Before he retired, Philip Rivers was in this conversation, but again, That's not really active good. anymore. Not active anymore, so he isn't part of this discussion. Active player, active player, who's the active best athlete not to have won a title? And we're focusing on the NFL, but this could span across all sports. But for example, uh, Fernando Tatis, superstar, Padres, he's not in this conversation yet, though. He's not in this convo yet. He hasn't been in the league enough. And the Padres ended up getting deep into the postseason, but he wasn't really a part of it because he was serving a suspension. 
But if the NFL is tough. Maybe Josh Allen is there, but that doesn't feel right yet, right? Like, Josh Allen doesn't feel right yet, but I think you can make an argument. Mm-hmm. I think you can definitely make an argument. Best athlete not to win a title in all of sports. Active. Active. And we focused on the NFL, but this could span all sports. But I think this is a good one to sort of talk your way through because I think there's also parameters. Because I think best athlete not to win a title, it's also a feel, right? It's a feel. Josh Allen doesn't feel like it, but if you're using the parameters we set forth, I suppose it works. It works. Jeanette threw an entire wrench in the works of this thing because Josh Allen might be the answer, even though it doesn't feel like he should be the answer yet. Yeah, and to your point about Tom Brady kind of being that guy or that that roadblock in the way of Peyton Manning, that's what Patrick Mahomes is doing to Josh Allen right now. Like, Josh Allen always has to look True. forward to playing Patrick Mahomes in these AFC Championship games. Like, he will always be that hurdle. And it's crazy how Patrick Mahomes is the Josh Allen hurdle, and then what did Joe Burrow do? He just blasted right <laughs> through that hurdle. Yeah, or he, or he jumped over it. True. <laughs> he, he didn't blast through the hurdle. <laughs> I, I guess I could have used a better analogy, like he blasted through that wall. You're right. He would have cleared the hurdle successfully. <laughs> That's a great point. Uh, which active athlete, which active athlete is the best without a championship? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. And... And the most significant piece of hardware you've ever won. The most significant piece of competitive hardware you've ever won. Because for me, it was best design at the Pinewood Derby in like 1990. I almost said 1997. I did not do the Pinewood Derby when I was 13 years old. That would be weird. The Pinewood Derby in 1992. Oh, congratulations. Eight years old. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. I was two. Jeanette has won pageant sashes. She's also a World Series champion mm-hmm. with the Houston Astros. That's significant. And Stone won a quarterback competition, an individual quarterback competition. Uh, and don't forget, he beat out Tyler Huntley, Jake Allen, and James Blackman. He wants to humbly throw that in there. That's name drop. Best active athlete not to win a title and the most significant piece of hardware you've ever won. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter is open. At KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Okay, let us start with Billy in Port St. Lucie. Billy's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Billy. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, brother? Um, so I got an athlete for you. I got Chris Paul. Chris Paul's a good one. I kid you Je- not. Jeanette's that's openly ex- celebrating it, by the way. I kid you not because that was the first name I thought of and what I've told these guys before the show. If there's one name I wish we could absolutely win a championship, it would have been Chris Paul. And, and this is a guy who uh, you would say that, and then he went to the actual finals. And fell short as a favorite. Yeah. So well, he is he the most notable NBA player without without a title? Is there anybody who would usurp that? James Harden. I think Chris Paul. What about yeah. Jimmy Butler? Uh, 
You didn't. He's not Chris Paul level. You don't have though. to go there. Yeah, he's not Chris Paul level. Thanks for that, Billy. Appreciate that. Thanks for the hurt. <laughs> Thanks for the hurt. He was. He was in it. I'm a fan too, but he was a bubble away, and then he was an inch there. away from going to the finals last year. Now, Billy, I wanted to ask you too. What's yeah. the most significant piece of competitive hardware you've ever won? Trophy or plaque? I mean, ribbons are lame, so oh, I don't um, think ribbons count. I would say maybe uh, like eighth grade flag football championship of the city league. Yeah, baby. Okay. Um, that was up there. That's awesome. No, that's um, good stuff. I did. Um, I did win a geography B. There you uh, go. That's up there as well. <laughs> how how um, old were you when you won the geography B? Oh, so I'm sorry. The flag football was when I was eight years old. The geography B was eighth grade. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, Do work. Yeah, and then. I was a part of a conference uh, championship winning team in college up at uh, Methodist University. Shout out the Monarchs. Let's go, Monarchs. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, so, um, you know, that was cool. I was, I was, you know, was mainly on the scout team, but, you know, freshman year, we still got range. You contributed, man. Jeanette but... held a microphone yeah, for spring you know? training <laughs> and did like the what's the thing under the helmet, can you find it game on the scoreboard, and she's getting a World Series ring, so don't be ashamed of that, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all facts. <laughs> Do they tell you beforehand which helmet that that thing that they put under it's I going to be? I can't disclose that. Oh, you don't know. So you don't. Uh, you can't disclose if you you know beforehand it's one, two, or three mm-hmm. on the scoreboard. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd have to kill you. Uh, <laughs> Derek is in Wellington. Derek, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Derek? Derek. Uh oh, is this uh, not Derek? You might need Gary, maybe. Oh, okay, yes. In well, in well. Yeah, okay. yeah, we got you. Go ahead. Okay. What about running back for the Titans, Henry? Oh, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. He's falling yeah. short in the postseason. I would argue his quarterback yeah. is more to blame than him. But yes, that is a very, right. very, very good one. And then, yeah. uh, uh, if you could, what's the most significant piece of hardware, you, competitive hardware, you've won? Probably a trophy when I was 18 years old for uh, Independent Basketball League. We went undefeated one year. All right. All right. So history was made. I love that. Well done. Well done. Appreciate the call. Unblemished record there. Undefeated. Uh Undefeated. Running the table. Uh, The geography bee, by the way. I never did one, and I think I would do extremely well in a geography bee. Dude, there are plenty of those going around like – Websites and stuff that I can put you through in the show. Sporkle, little stuff like that. But I remember. Is it, is it the one you play at a bar? No, that's like a different it, thing. It, oh. it, it's totally simple. Like they they have a key. I don't know. They have a key where like the letters are the countries or yeah. continents, and then you just got to plug them in. Like I think you would ace that for I sure. I think I would do extremely well, and I'm also very good with state capitals as well. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. Very nice capital. skill to have. Very useful. Uh, <laughs> it's gotten to me to where I am today. So you're just trying to be invited to Trivia Night. Uh, yeah, yeah. It. Please, somebody invite me to Trivia Night. I have no life. Bobby <laughs> in Boca. Bobby's on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Bobby? Hey, guys. What's going on? What's going hey. on, man? Most competitive piece of hardware? Yes, sir. Hello? Yes, go ahead. Most competitive piece of hardware? 1978. Most valuable defensive back, Temple University. Wait, it's Stetson? Temple. Oh, Temple. Temple. Oh, 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 oh so I, I was selling Bobby Short. No offense to those who are Stetson football fans, but and yeah, hatters. having that at, at Temple is a little bit, a uh, little more, more significant in, uh, in my world. Uh, that's a good one, Bobby. Still not, 
still number three in the history of the school in interceptions. Let's do it. Bobby, let's, let's do it, Bobby. Go, man. Let's go, Bobby. That, that takes... <laughs> Which, Bobby, at what, at what point are you still able to... I don't know if you're married or not, if you have, or if you're in a relationship, but how often did you use that where, uh, to, to pick up women? Like, hey, you realize at Temple, I'm top three interceptions all time. What's up, girl? <laughs> no, nah, nah, bro. I was good looking enough to, to be able to snatch it without that using that hardware. All right, all right. You didn't need that ammo. All right. Good stuff, Bobby. Good yep. stuff. And usually, from my experience, usually somebody with Billy's resume precedes with, that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, and appreciate the call, Bobby. That so, is we, good. We, so we got a leader in the clubhouse here, an actual award from Bobby here, you know, the most valuable defensive player uh, opposed to the Geography B, <laughs> a quarterback competition, or hello, Jeanette's World Series ring here, But to be honest with you. A lot more effort, time, and skill was put into that. There was a little more. Not that you didn't work hard this spring training, but there was more of a build-up to Bobby's award. I might have carpal tunnel from the bunch of emails I had. That's a great point. And and from gripping the microphone. Yeah. And yelling at kids to go. <laughs> yeah. Hey! Um, no, it's You're funny, though. I actually told the story to my oldest daughter this morning because it is hell to get her to practice her words for her spelling test every Friday. It is hell. And you don't have any patience, I bet, when it comes to None. stuff like that. I'm like, get your words, let's yeah. work on them now! This is the one I we did last that. night! Right. No, I can see but it. It's so frustrating because I know she knows them, but she sells herself short. <laughs> what are you, a dummy? <laughs> she, she sells herself short um, by not putting the proper work in. She could get 10 out of 10 every time, but she settles for like 8 out of 10 or 9 out of 10 when she doesn't have to. And I told her a story about how when I was in fourth grade, and I was always a great speller. I'm a very good speller. Um, but And I made it to the final four of my school spelling bee. And the night before, I had decided, ah, uh, I'm good. I don't need to look at the last batch of words. I'm tired. I'm going to bed because I was confident. And what happened in the semifinal round? I got a word that was in that group that I decided not to look at. And I lost. I went out. The bell rang. And I was out of the competition in the final four. Traumatic moment of my life. And if only... I would have taken five minutes to look at him. I would have been okay. And that was the lesson I taught my daughter today is that's the difference between 8 out of 10 on your spelling test and 10 out of 10. All it takes is five minutes. You know what you're doing. And then she proceeded to uh, throw a tantrum, and I made her French toast sticks. <laughs> I love your dog. Yeah, I'm getting flashes of, you know, I would have been an All-American yeah. if I didn't tear my knee. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. I didn't have knee surgery. Actually, what it is is I, I want to live vicariously through my daughter <laughs> yeah, yeah. to win the spelling bee at her yeah. school. Exactly. PTSD of my yeah. real dad. I'm going to be in the crowd. Go get him, baby. Go get him. And the parents are like, shut up. What are you doing? You don't know what happened to me in 1989. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. My knee hurts when it rains. All right. Uh, TD is in Riviera Beach. What's up, TD? Hey, how's it going? What's going on, brother? All right. So I'm going to start off with my hardware. My freshman year of junior college football in California, I was a 400-meter, 4 by 4 relay on conference champ. Yes. And my freshman year, I blocked seven um, kicks, four, four um, punts, and three field goals, two for touchdowns. Oh my God! What defensive, defensive back? That yeah. is amazing. <laughs> that is awesome. Can I can I ask you as far as the relay team is concerned? Because that's super impressive. Yeah. How difficult is the baton exchange, and how at the Olympic level do some of these teams still screw it up? Why is that so difficult? Man, I, you know, 
I, I can't explain how they keep screwing it up, <laughs> but, <laughs> but what I will tell you is, you know, if you've been doing it for a long time, it becomes practice. And I think a lot of times the Olympic teams, they throw these forces together at the last minute based upon speed sure. and chemistry. Sure. And, and it takes time to put that together. You know, it takes about two weeks to really put together a group to really get some chemistry. And to do it the night before or the day before, it, it, it doesn't work. Uh, unless you're Jamaican and you can just do it. Because you're hey, unbelievable. Hey, hey. You get a, when you get a lead that far, you can slow down. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can take little baby steps, make sure you have that baton, and still make up that ground. Yeah, you, you can cut your hair, shave, and still collect the baton to keep running. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, who, who's your athlete that hasn't won a title yet? I, I got a good one for you guys. Right. She, someone, someone, someone took the one I had with Chris Paul. So I got one better. So I had to go back to football. This guy played awesome football, went to a Super Bowl and lost, and fell off the map. He's still hanging on, Matt Ryan. So, and so uh. Matt Ryan, and, and he is an active player. I just feel like too, it's a tough conversation to have about him because we all know that that ship has sailed now, um, and he's basically yeah, well, let's, retired. Well, let's go, let's go, we, yeah, because I was gonna go with Westbrook because he was great in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And then he just went to a bad system in L.A. I think he'd do better in, in a good system with young guys running. He's not a half-court player, but uh, in the right system, I would go Westbrook in basketball now. Love it. Westbrook in basketball. And and as Stone said before the show, and thank you, TD, Stone said before the show, oh, it's, it's no big deal because Russ is going to win it this year. Yes, sir. Cannot wait for it. We don't have to bring up Russ because he's good. He's going to get his, and we know where I, he's going to get it from. When should I start, you know, planning my night out at live? Uh, it's a good question. When should I help you out? Go ahead and tune into a few Lakers game and look at the life that these guys got. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis played really well, uh-huh. I, even though he played 30 seconds and then <laughs> left the game with flu-like <laughs> symptoms the <laughs> other night. But mm-hmm. I think these Lakers are uh, playoff bound, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Can you, I'm, not, I'm, I'm picking your outfit for Liv. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. God knows I need it. Uh, Phil in Boynton. <laughs> Phil, uh, whatever you want to go with first, your, your athlete who hasn't won a title or the most significant hardware that you've ever won. Okay, well, I don't know if you got Joe Burrows down yet. And Matt Ryan was the other one I was thinking, but the gentleman before took it. So let me, let me, so Joe Burrow, so he's been to a Super Bowl. He fell short, but he's still someone who I would argue hasn't hit his prime yet in his career, right? Like maybe yeah, this yeah, is the better way still, to put it. Yeah, you've, you've had to have hit your prime to be, to be an athlete who hasn't won a title. Is that, is that fair? Yeah, that, that would be better. Uh, how about Sam? How about Sam Bam Cunningham? Who? Sam Sam Cunningham. That was he used to be a fullback for the Patriots and then and uh, <laughs> USC. Yeah, you know what, uh, Phil? I am going to take your word for that one. Okay, we'll write it down. We've got we've got it. Um, now, what about the what about the hardware? What about the hardware? The best hardware that uh, the most significant okay, hardware. Um, First place in the pole uh, uh, top rescue in the lineman rodeo. Ooh, <laughs> now I can get down with wait, that wait, one wait, right wait, there. What, what was the last part? What, oh, rodeo, rodeo, rodeo. Yeah, that is the, badass. The lineman that rodeo. Is badass. Wait, Phil, that's the most badass thing I've ever heard. Holy yeah, the lineman hell. rodeo. So, so wait, do you like? Are, do you do you wrangle the little calves? No, no, climbing the telephone poles with the. With the power company, you do the Lyman Lyman rodeo. Oh, oh, that! <laughs> I thought you meant like rodeo, like like rodeo, rodeo, like cowboy rodeo. That's even cooler, I think. All right, okay, Phil, congrats! That's awesome. <laughs> 
Wait. So yeah, lineman's like a super dangerous job. Yes, it is. I'm not denying that, but I so, thought he meant rodeo. I didn't say. I didn't same. hear him say lineman rodeo. The first thing that would have come to mind if I did hear him was that he was uh, lassoing uh, offensive linemen, big 300 pound dudes. Didn't occur to me that he was talking about the power grid. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. It's, it's it's uber impressive though. Like it's one of the most dangerous jobs in the world, and like you get picked out as number one of the best. So shouts to Phil there. That's pretty badass. But you you can win trophies for that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Next. <laughs> can, can you can you look up Stone? See if there is a lineman rodeo competition. Like I'm not I'm not like if Phil. One Phil puts his life on the line for that. Like that is unbelievable. That also is not something I ever thought I'd hear. So I wasn't actually listening for it. So I'm not disrespecting Phil. At first I thought he said rodeo, where he's riding around on the horse and he's 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 lassoing calves. Yeah. Dare I say and tying them up. Dare I say what he has to me is more impressive than um any hardware that I've had or even being, you know, the the mm. defensive MVP for Temple University. Like you, I think it's harder to accomplish fills than it is oh, a no football player. Oh, 100%. You cannot pay me enough to do any electrical work, let alone get up on a power line and 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 do that stuff. No, thank you. By the way, Sam Cunningham, 10-year fullback for the Patriots. Uh, <laughs> uh Oh god. We'll continue to take your calls when we come back. I am now. This is one of my favorite opening topics we've ever done. I'm loving all of this. And I am going to I am going to learn myself on Lineman Rodeo when we come back and I'm going to tell you all about it. And can I just say how exciting it is to hear the all the amazing success of our listeners? I this is and thrilling. This is our chance to celebrate so keep calling. I have such a new appreciation for you people because you have accomplished things in your life. It's fantastic. What is the 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 most significant piece of hardware you've ever won and which athlete is the best active athlete not to have won a title. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. I'm about to do me some research on lineman rodeo. That's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Just wait until I tell you about my new favorite competition. The Florida Lineman Competition. Coming up in 2023, March 3rd, March 4th. We may have to do a remote. Because this is awesome. Now I'm game for that. Do you I remember mean, when Hurricane Ian came and they, and they had the 100, like thousand linemen ready to go for Hurricane Ian? Like they're yeah. heroes. They are heroes for sure. I just didn't know they had Olympics. Yeah, for sure. And they do. <laughs> and we have a listener, Phil and Boynton, who, who's like a champion, the lineman rodeo. And if he hurts his foot or ankle, he can go to Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash 
ortho. Who is the athlete, active athlete? That's the best to not have won a title. And what's your most significant piece of hardware you've ever won? Competitive hardware, trophy, plaque. What's the most significant piece of hardware you've ever won? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. So, Friday, March 3rd, Saturday, March 4th. It is the Florida Lineman Competition, the Lineman Rodeo. So here are the events, okay? And I don't know what any of this stuff means, but it sounds badass. The 15,000-volt arrestor change. Again, I don't know what that is, but it sounds dangerous. (laughs) I was going to say dangerous. Yeah. The H-frame crossover, the Hurtman Rescue, a mystery event. Ooh. Ooh. And then there's a written test. That doesn't sound fun. But then there's a 12,000-volt capacitator replacement. Oh, stop. A 12,000-volt dead-end insulator changeout. A top-circuit 4,000-volt cross-arm changeout. And a vertical Hurtman rescue. So it feels a bona fide badass. That is awesome. That sounds dangerous. It sounds high up in the air. Well, I know people who have died from that. <laughs> it's true. And again, my condolences. As Jeanette- no, but that just is like, this is very dangerous work. Yeah. Stone wasn't here last Friday when we had Tom Herman on. Oh, yeah, you were here, weren't you? No, yeah. you weren't. Oh, I was in studio. You were in studio. Oh, my You heard it. Oh, hear. he, but he wasn't part of the show. He wasn't here yet. Yeah, no. Was, so uh... last week, right before Tom Herman came on, new FAU head football coach, we're getting our exclusive interview with him before he is introduced to the world. Big, the big deal. Big deal. Football oh. coach. Big deal. Big guest. Um, Jeanette. As Tom Herman is about ready to go, decided to to drop on us casually. Casually, that her uh, her stepbrother um, died via electrocution because we were talking about lightning, right? Yeah. And I said, and I know I shouldn't be laughing, but yeah, it but, was. But I still. It's very dangerous work. It is. It is, and it's not to be taken lightly. And that sounds badass. It is. And again, condolences, because I. Don't know how to transition out of that without, again, saying sorry for your loss. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Let's go to the phones. Let's go back to the phones. We got Mark in West Palm Beach. (laughs) As I scramble to see who the hell is next. Mark is on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, Mark? All right. I got uh, a current athlete would be Ricky Fowler. Never won a major. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, and and here's here's a, here's one everybody loves. Unfortunately, didn't happen. He's a a retired athlete. That would be Larry Fitzgerald. Oh uh, yeah, and he mm. came he came an so unbelievable close. greatest uh, catch and touch uh, in Super Bowl history away from winning the championship. Thanks a yeah. lot, San Antonio Holmes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so hardware would be uh, in 2019. I coached uh, a women's flat track roller derby association team, the WFTDA, to a what they call a Continental Cup tournament championship. We came in as a sixth, a team from Argentina called uh-huh. the Sailor City Rollers, came in as a sixth seed. We sw- swept through the tournament and came out with a gold medal. All right. Well, that's unbelievably badass, too. Yes, it is. Um, you, you coached a roller derby team to a championship. Uh, how Just how rough is roller derby if you may let us in on that mark i'm going to say i mean it is a full contact sport but um success mostly depends on um fine you know skating skills it's not really about big hits and things it's more of a finesse and, and then mark i have a question how somebody becomes a coach of yeah, a roller yeah, derby yeah yeah that's that's and, oh, and that's no disrespect but how in the hell does someone uh, get in the roller derby world and become a coach of a champion that's a great question 
The answer for me is I was a referee for a number of years, which, of course, <laughs> gives you an opportunity to learn an awful lot about <laughs> the game and strategy. That is awesome. So, fun fact, I went to a Dubs, I went yeah, to a Dub couple City. Dub City uh, roller derby practices, but Local I didn't team. have medical insurance, so I couldn't. Oh, so you couldn't actually derby? <laughs> no, because I was like, if part of practice is you obviously right. have to fall and you might break something. Wait, I was like, I don't know how I could recoup. But that. I have another question. How were you introduced to roller derby? Right. Uh, for actually, a friend of mine played for Dub City. Oh, that's cool. And uh, I was interested myself. I uh, went in and checked out a couple of games, and, you know, it, it kind of went on from there. That is really, really cool. I, you should come back out to Dub City. They're definitely <laughs> getting back on track again. And I have medical insurance, so that <laughs> now, work. Now she has go. health insurance, exactly. So it's a much better situation for her. That's cool. Appreciate the call, Mark. Wait a minute. So we've taken back-to-back calls. We've asked, and I'm thinking we're going to get like, oh, conference football champion sure. or baseball high school all-star game home run derby champion. We have gotten lineman rodeo medalist, okay? We've gotten a coached a roller derby team to a championship over a squad from Argentina. This is amazing. <laughs> Hopefully we keep it going, but a lot, be- a lot cooler than what we offered. I, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, yours, she, I mean, Jeanette did win a World Series championship. And I have two crowns. Yours was a Boy Scout go-kart that you saved. It's not a go-kart. Wood. It's a Pinewood Derby. Not even a go-kart. Nobody gets in it. But it's a little tiny piece of wood. <laughs> what? Put some respect on that name. Uh, no, I hear you. I hear and, you. I apologize. And the name of the Pinewood Derby car, and I painted it on the back, was Quack Attack. Ooh, <laughs> that does make it a little bit cooler. Mm-hmm. Not by much. <sighs> Sean in Palm Beach Gardens. What's going on, Sean? Doing good, doing good. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, although I've uh, I, I had great respect for everybody's sports accomplishments, and I myself have been division champs and not state champs, but gotten to that high school level and whatnot. But uh, you know, I gotta say, my greatest accomplishment would have been. And I know it's not directly sport related, but I haven't met somebody who doesn't watch sports and has not eaten tailgate food. So it was a tailgate championship in 2010, <laughs> and it, it consists of many, many foods. Uh, it was Throughout Palm Beach County, about fifty vendors, and I took, I, I took the chili, uh, chili cookoff champion. I took the, uh, the the wing championships and the uh, baby back ribs. So yes, I respect, have high yes. regard for all the sports. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, that's just as good. Like that's amazing. That is so much respect. <laughs> and when can you drop some off yeah. at the station, so, please? Well, Man. You know, it's, it's funny when I was when I was dating my wife, I had the plaques above, you know, a part of our little bar area that we had side, but I, I still kind of keep them up in the kitchen, and she won't let me throw them out. I, I, she has so many trotskies that I make her throw out every year, and I, <laughs> I have to hold on to these damn things. They're two, three plaques yeah. from, from my greatness uh, hell yeah. in existence. I'd make sure that that <laughs> stuff is prominently displayed in the living room. Like, hey, get a look, trophy case. Look what I did. This is like that. <laughs> Super Bowl's in my house this year. Yeah, food and, is. The Love. event, <laughs> the event took place on a one-year event, and the amount of people that were so debaucherously hammered at Mirasol 2010, <laughs> they never held the event again. But it was the most amazing. Oh man! It was the most amazing weekend. It so, was an overnight thing. You know, people were obviously it was a barbecue fest, so people were tailgating with their briskets and stuff oh in the morning. God. That's it, my kind of party. It was amazing. So that's a you. Marisol did not allow us back. That's did not allow us back. <laughs> so you won three trophies at a competition that was never held again because it was so chaotic and drunken. Like I don't know how Correct. how to actually top <laughs> that. And and then and appreciate the call. Like you can just point people to those trophies and say, I won those for handling my meat. 
My meat's so good. People were fighting over it. I know my way around meat. <laughs> my meat's in high demand. <laughs> Would you like to try my meat? <laughs> it's saucy. <laughs> Oh man! It could go much worse. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah, it's like the, the the Woodstock of uh, barbecue fests, I guess. The, yeah, like the Coachella. Yeah, it'll never happen again. <laughs> Just right, ever. Right. Right. It, it it was so debaucherous that it can <laughs> never take place again. There's black and white photos right next to the right, trophy right. case. <laughs> and then a table was broken. Right. It's just like uh, but it's there are parallels. Drunken debauchery, fire, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right. It is the Woodstock of tailgate uh, competitions. But if, if, if I knew how to grill properly, and I don't, I feel like it would expand my man horizons an awful lot. All I can really do are tubed meats. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> I, I'm with you. And we brought on Mike Tannenbaum to our NFL Insider, and he's the guy who's on the grill as well. I mean, there are people. Is he around- a griller? I mean, we ask him oh, frequently. Yeah, you're right, you're right. He, well, maybe he's just because it was 4th of July or, you know, whatever the event was coming up. But there are people around us who, who got it going on. Well, you know, Doug Mosley, the executive right, director right. of the RoofClaim.com, Boca yes. Tumble, is an award-winning mm-hmm. barbecuer. And, like, listen, there's nothing better than a man who can handle his meat yes. on the grill. <laughs> I agree. Uh, <laughs> Ken LaVega live here on ESPN 106.3. We will come back, and we have a lot of fun uh, on the horizon. We are here until 2 o'clock. Did that, was that ominous, Ken? That sounded ominous. Oh, yeah, it was ominous. Oh, and by the way, we are, we are going to present Stone with a certificate of success. Oh because my God. he seems underwhelmed by his, his most significant piece of hardware that he's ever won. You know, it really struck a chord with me. He was really sad and almost on the brink of tears that... You know, you have your trophy. Mm-hmm. I have my rings, my sashes, and my crowns. Mm-hmm. And Stone has nothing. So I want—I created something for you to hold proud. I appreciate it, I think. We'll see what it looks We're gonna like. We're going to honor Stone when we come back because, damn it, he deserves it. That's the Dominican Queen, Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The Houston Astros are the world champions of baseball. Jeanette Javier, mm-hmm. by association, is a world champion of baseball because she, the in-game host of the world champion Houston Astros at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches, and don't you know it, 2023 spring training is right around the corner. Tickets on sale now at ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Come see the World Series champs, the Astros and the Washington Nationals, as they both prepare for the 2023 campaign. Spring training home games will include popular opponents like the Yankees and, yes, Aaron Judge. That whole bit blown to pieces now because Aaron Judge has been re-signed. And the Boston Red Sox. Without Sandra Bogarts. See the best teams in baseball, including the World Series champs, the Astros, and the Engineette. Take the field in 2023 at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. 2023 spring training, ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com, ballparkpalmbeaches.com, and get your tickets. All right, so I, um, oh, oh, Stone just sent us a photo, by the way, Jeanette and I, a photo of. Him winning the trophy at the quarterback competition back in high school. How old were you? Uh, 
probably 17. 17 years old. You got the flow and locks. Mm, the so lettuce. yesterday. Hey, you got some ripped up arms, man. That bicep's looking good. <laughs> yeah, I was a little more. I, I, I was defined. That's pretty good. Uh, are you going to put this out on social media, by the way? Yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah. For, for what reason would that be? Uh, so that people who are listening have a reference point to what we're talking about with this photo. For sure. Okay. So it's you receiving that trophy. That's a nice trophy. Nice football-shaped trophy. It looks like it's just a plastic trophy with a football inside a plastic case that's on top of that trophy. It ain't plastic, baby. Well, we got something better for you. Pure gold. You seemed underwhelmed by it. So Jeanette took it upon herself to design something that I think is going to going to make you a happy man. It's something you're going to hold close to your heart, and it's something that I am proud to present to you on behalf of Jeanette and myself. You mentioned earlier that maybe, maybe your most prized moment, uh, your biggest accomplishment was scamming the government by getting a full scholarship to go play college football. Yes. And you've said that before, so I know that it has made quite a mark on you. Um, Well, we'd like to present to you, (laughs) on behalf of Jeanette and myself, Stone, we present to you the Certificate of Success. This certificate is to celebrate doing work. It is presented to Stone Lebanowitz in formal recognition of scamming the government through earning a full scholarship to a Division I university. I am mm-hmm. flattered. So uh, you should probably frame this. By the way, signed by Ken Levick, a Pinewood Derby designer, champion, and Ken Levick, a live uh, show host. And Jeanette Javier, World Series champion, two-time Miss Florida <laughs> International, and Ken Levick alive. I'm not going to lie. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. It's so, well done, too. It, I can get that laminated, and I'll put it in a frame. That's right. So I'm actually going to walk it over to you right now. Congratulations! Yeah. We will do a team photo so that we can all celebrate in Stone's accomplishment. Congrats on your certificate of success. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I didn't necessarily have a speech, speech, speech prepared. Yeah, please give speech, a speech. speech. But, it's um, mandatory. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, less than 1% of high school athletes get full scholarships to Division I universities. Mm-hmm. So I am a part of a select fraternity that a few members of our, uh, our listeners actually called in. You got TD, Bobby from Boca and, and stuff. Yeah, they're part of that fraternity as well. So uh, I am a part of the 1% of uh, high school athletes in this uh, country Mm -hmm. that we call the United States of America. So uh, bottom line, I'm just flattered and uh, appreciative to share it with, you know, the Pinewood Derby designer champion and a World Series champion in Jeanette Javier. That was actually a really good speech. (laughs) I actually didn't think he had that in him. That was pretty good, actually. Uh, So uh, we'll take a photo of that and uh, and his honor. Uh, Andres tweets, and my most valuable piece of hardware would be winning the 2014 ESPN West Palm Intern of the Year. Carmi, the most talented athlete to not have won a title, I would say, is Stefan Diggs. Andres, former intern, former teammate here at ESPN West Palm, and his Carmi Award. Uh, We love you, Andres. Good to to hear from you. Uh, And... Also, Aaron tweets in, (laughs) uh, not my biggest piece of hardware, but hands down my favorite, my second place giant cock trophy. He was in the run with the roosters. How do you get into that? Mm. Not sure. Mm. Not sure. I would love to. Well, I already chased chickens in my family's backyard. I was going to say, you could get with the run with the roosters and get your own giant cock trophy. I would love a prize cock on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and Aaron adds, 
Y'all best kiss that ring that Jeanette gets. You're not going to dirty it. I don't need their germs <laughs> on it. We will We will not be sullying that fawn World Series ring. They can upon it, but yeah. they're not kissing but it. Fawn rhymes with pawn, where that thing will be as soon as you get it no, in your possession. Key, I'm scared the second I come to Orlando and I show mommy it. Literally the first thing mommy asked was, how much are you selling that for? You get a new car Because she's finger. a good businesswoman. I, I can get a car. I can get a deposit. Mm-hmm. I can do a lot of things. I wonder how much a brand new, a brand new World Series ring you could pawn for. On pawn? average, it's $70,000. At a uh, pawn, but what do you... Really? What, what? I look it up. That's what I did. Then you're not keeping <laughs> it. Wait, you researched it? Of course. I woke up the next day. <laughs> You might not want to I make that public before you get the ring. And my friend was like, wake up. We have to go check out uh, Michelangelo. <laughs> also, you're a World Series champ. And I'm like, what do you... Mm? And, and then I'm you're like, like, Google, how much does a World Series ring pawn for? I sound like an absolute prude, but I'm going to own it. I was drinking a half liter of wine in Florence, and we were Googling <laughs> the, pro- the, the amount World Series rings are. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Could you imagine going to, like, 45th Street and walking into a pawn shop Right. With an Astros World Series ring, and you slapping it on the table saying, how much can I get for this? Authentic. It's an authentic World Series <laughs> it's, ring. It's just, I don't think it's safe to do. I was going to say, I, I do don't it. think it's safe. Because I'm sure they've had, like, one or two, like, world champion Heisman rings. trophies. Yeah, like, any of I've those things come in. Like, I've worn a UM one. Mm-hmm. I've worn, worn an FAU one. And a couple, when I bartended, a couple high school ones. They're heavy. Yeah, I mean. But most of those are not real. I mean, they're not. With no, that eighth grade, that eighth know, grade state championship I talked about winning, yeah, I got, I got a ring, too. It's like plastic. The photographer, UM, who's also my very good friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his Oh, that's ring. the one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's real. That is exactly. real. Exactly. But a World Series ring is like next level stuff. Mm-hmm. So how much was it again? It was average 70000 I mean, why wouldn't you pawn that? I wonder if they send you a fake one. Or, or one that's not the one they give to Justin Verlander. Can you Verlander. imagine the awkward conversation Bro, that would lead to? We need to get a hold of Santonio Holmes and ask him if he's ever considered pawning his Super Bowl ring. Eh, I think that's a touchy subject because usually when you hear stories about people pawning their rings, it's no, because they're down on no, their No, luck. no, no, but I'm saying just considered it. Just like, or wondered how much it was worth. Why Santonio Holmes? Because he has a ring. He's the one person I know that has a Super Bowl ring. Oh, yeah, we should definitely get a hold of him. I was going to say Pierre, but he never won a Super Bowl. Oh, you're right. And I don't want to remind him about that. <laughs> you're yeah, right. No. Like That would be more jerkish than me reaching out to San Antonio Holmes wondering if he ever pawned a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> Let me tell you about Stormhouse Brewing, North Palm Beach, US 1, half mile south of PGA Boulevard. Stormhouse Brewing, the great thing about them is that you can go, you can have a good time, and you're not having to pawn a Super Bowl ring in order to have a good time up there. It is nice and cost-friendly, and you'll enjoy the craft beer. Brewed on site. The full food menu. Go this weekend and watch soccer. Mm. There are some epic quarterfinals coming up. May I interest you in England, France? May I interest you in Argentina and Brazil? Maybe. Ooh. Just maybe. That's right. And you can watch those at Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhousebrewing.com. Stormhouse Brewing, North Palm Beach, US 1, a half mile south of PGA Boulevard. Again, you don't want to miss out on the outstanding full food menu and the craft brewery. I mean, the two things in one, 
It's the best of both worlds, and it's honestly heaven. Stormhouse Brewing, stormhousebrewing.com, Crystal Cove Commons. You can't miss it. U.S. 1, half mile south of PGA Boulevard. That's Stormhouse Brewing. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Just wait until I tell you about my new favorite competition, the Florida Lineman Competition, coming up in 2023, March 3rd, March 4th. We may have to do a remote. Because this is awesome. Now that I'm game for that. You remember mean, when Hurricane Ian in came and they, and they had the 100, like thousand linemen ready to go for Hurricane Ian? Like they're yeah. heroes. They are heroes for sure. I just didn't know they had Olympics. Yeah, for sure. And they do. <laughs> and we have a listener, Phil and Boynton, who, who's like a champion, the lineman rodeo. And if he hurts his foot or ankle, he can go to Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Who is the athlete, active athlete? That's the best to not have won a title. And what's your most significant piece of hardware you've ever won? Competitive hardware, trophy, plaque. What's the most significant piece of hardware you've ever won? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. So, Friday, March 3rd, Saturday, March 4th. It is the Florida Lineman Competition, the Lineman Rodeo. So here are the events, okay? And I don't know what any of this stuff means, but it sounds badass. The 15,000-volt arrestor change. Again, I don't know what that is, but it sounds dangerous. (laughs) I was going to say dangerous. Yeah. The H-frame crossover, the Hurtman Rescue, a mystery event. Ooh. Ooh. And then there's a written test. That doesn't sound fun. But then there's a 12,000-volt capacitator replacement. Oh, stop. A 12,000-volt dead-end insulator changeout. A top-circuit 4,000-volt cross-arm changeout. And a vertical Hurtman rescue. So Phil's a bona fide badass. That is awesome. That sounds dangerous. It sounds high up in the air. Well, I know people who have died from that. <laughs> True. And again, my condolences. As Jeanette, no, but that just is like, this is very dangerous work. Yeah. Stone wasn't here last Friday when we had Tom Herman on. Oh, yeah, you were here, weren't you? No, yeah. you weren't. Oh, I was in studio. You were in studio. Oh, man. You heard he it. Oh, he, but he wasn't part of the show. He wasn't here yet. Yeah, no. It was, so uh, last week, right before Tom Herman came on, new FAU head football coach, we're getting our exclusive interview with him before he is introduced to the world. Big the deal. New FAU big head deal. Football oh. coach. Big deal. Big guest. Um, Jeanette. As Tom Herman is about ready to go, decided to to drop on us casually. Casually, that her uh, her stepbrother um, died via electrocution because we were talking about lightning, right? Yeah. And I said, I know I shouldn't be laughing, but yeah, it but, was. But I still. It's very dangerous work. 
It is. It is. And it's not to be taken lightly. And that sounds badass. It is. And again, condolences. Because I don't know how to transition out of that without, again, saying sorry for your loss. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Let's go to the phones. Let's go back to the phones. We got Mark in West Palm Beach. (laughs) As I scramble to see who the hell is next. Mark is on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, Mark? All right. I got uh, a current athlete would be Ricky Fowler. Never won a major. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, and and here's, here's, a, here's one everybody loves. Unfortunately, didn't happen. He's a, a retired athlete. That would be Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, uh, yeah. And he mm. came, he came so an unbelievable close. greatest uh, catch and touch in Super Bowl history away from winning the championship. Thanks a yeah. lot, Santonio Holmes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so hardware would be uh, in 2019, I coached uh, a women's flat track roller derby association team, the WFTDA, to a what they call a Continental Cup tournament championship. We came in as a sixth, uh, a team from Argentina called uh-huh. the Sailor City Rollers. Came in as a sixth seed. We swept through the tournament and came out with a gold medal. All right. Well, that's unbelievably badass, too. Yes, it is. Um, you, you coached a roller derby team to a championship. Uh, how Just how rough is roller derby, if you may let us in on that, Mark? I'm going to say, I mean, it is a full-contact sport, but um, success mostly depends on um, fine, you know, skating skills. It's not really about big hits and things. It's more of a finesse And, and then, Mark, I have a question. How somebody becomes a coach of yeah, a roller yeah, derby Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, and, oh, and that's no disrespect, but how in the hell does someone uh, get in the roller derby world and become a coach of a champion? That's a great question. The answer for me is I was a referee for a number of years, which, of course, gives you an opportunity to learn an awful lot about <laughs> the game and strategy. That is awesome. So, fun fact, I went to a, dubs, I went yeah, to a Dub couple City. of Dub City uh, roller derby practices, but Local I didn't team. have medical insurance. So, I so you couldn't actually derby? <laughs> no, because I was like, it? part of practice is you right. obviously have to fall and you might break something. Wait, I was like, I don't know how I could recoup. But I have another question. How were you introduced to roller derby? Right. Uh, actually, a friend of mine played for Dub City. Oh, that's cool. And uh, I was interested myself. I uh, went in and checked out a couple of games, and, you know, it, it kind of went on from there. That is really, really cool. I, you should come back out to Dub City. They're definitely <laughs> getting back on track again. And I have medical insurance, so that <laughs> now, work. Now she has health insurance, exactly. So it's much better situation for That's cool. Appreciate the call, Mark. Wait a minute. So we've taken back-to-back calls. We've asked, and I'm thinking we're going to get like, oh, conference football champion sure. or baseball high school all-star game home run derby champion. We have gotten lineman rodeo medalist, okay? We've gotten a coached a roller derby team to a championship over a squad from Argentina. This is amazing. <laughs> Hopefully we keep it going, but uh, a lot be- a lot cooler than what we offered. I uh, Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, yours, she, I mean, Jeanette did win a World Series championship. And I have two crowns. Yours was a Boy Scout go-kart that you saved. It's not a go-kart. Wood. It's a pine wood derby. Not even a go-kart. Nobody gets in it. But it's a little tiny piece of wood. Name, <laughs> what? Put some respect on that name. Uh, no, I hear you. I hear and, you. I apologize. And the name of the pine wood derby car, and I painted it on the back, was Quack Attack. Ooh, <laughs> that does make it a little bit cooler. Mm-hmm. Not by much. <sighs> Sean in Palm Beach Gardens. What's going on, Sean? Doing good, doing good. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, uh, although I've uh, I, I, I have great respect for everybody's sports accomplishments, and I myself have, have, have 
you know, division champs and not state champs, but gotten to that high school level and whatnot. But, uh, you know, I got to say my greatest accomplishment would have been, I know it's not directly sport-related, but I haven't met somebody who doesn't watch sports and has not eaten tailgate food. So it was a tailgate championship in 2010, <laughs> and it consisted of many, many foods. Uh, it was throughout Palm Beach County, about 50 vendors. And I took I, I took the chili uh, chili cook-off champion, I took the, uh, the, the wing championship, and the uh, baby back ribs. So, yes, I respect, I have high yes! regard for all the sports. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, that's just as good. Like, that's amazing. That is so much respect. And when can you drop some off yeah. at the station, so, please? Well, Man. you know, it, it's funny. When I was when I was dating my wife, I had to practice about, you know, a part of our little bar area that we had side, but I, I still kind of keep them up in the kitchen, and she won't let me throw them out. I, I, she has so many chopsticks that I make her throw out every year, and I, <laughs> I have to hold on to these damn things. They're, they're too Three yeah. my, my greatness uh, hell yeah. in existence. I'd make sure that that <laughs> stuff is prominently displayed in the living room. Like, hey, get look, a trophy <laughs> case. Look what I did. This is <laughs> like that. Super Bowl is in my house this year. Yeah, food hey, is the love. event. <laughs> the event took place on a one-year event. And the amount of people that were so debaucherously hammered at Mirasoft in 2010, <laughs> they never held the event again. But it was the most amazing. Oh man! It was so, the most amazing weekend. It so, was an overnight thing. You know, people were obviously it was a barbecue fest, so people were tailgating with their briskets and stuff oh in the morning. God. That's it, my kind of party. It was amazing. So that's a you. Marisol did not allow us back. That's did not allow us back. <laughs> so you won three trophies at a competition that was never held again because it was so chaotic and drunken. Like I don't know how Correct. how to actually top. <laughs> that and and then and appreciate the call like you can just point people to those trophies and say i won those for handling my meat my meat's so good people were <laughs> fighting over it i know my way around meat <laughs> my meat's in high demand <laughs> <laughs> would you like to try my meat <laughs> it's saucy <laughs> Oh man! It could go much worse. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah, it's like the, the the Woodstock of uh, barbecue fests, I guess. The, yeah, like the Coachella. Yeah, it'll never happen again. <laughs> Just right, ever. Right. Right. It, it it was so debaucherous that it can <laughs> never take place again. There's black and white photos right next to the right, trophy right. case. <laughs> and then a table was broken. Right. It's just like uh, but it's there are parallels. Drunken debauchery, fire, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right. It is the Woodstock of tailgate uh, competitions. But if, if, if I knew how to grill properly, and I don't, I feel like it would expand my man horizons an awful lot. All I can really do are tubed meats. <laughs> yeah, for I, I'm with you. And we brought on Mike Tannenbaum to our NFL insider, and he's the guy who's on the grill as well. I mean, there are people. Is he around- a griller? I mean, we ask him oh, frequently. Yeah, you're right, you're right. He, well, maybe it's just because it was 4th of July or, you know, whatever the event was coming up. But there are people around us who, who got it going on. Well, you know, Doug Mosley, the executive right, director right. of the RiffClaim.com Boca yes. Tumble, is an award-winning mm-hmm. barbecuer. And, like, listen, there's nothing better than a man who can handle his meat yes. on the grill. <laughs> I agree. Uh, <laughs> Ken LaVega live here on ESPN 106.3. We will come back and we have a lot of fun. Uh, on the horizon. We are here until 2 o'clock. Did that, was that ominous, Ken? That sounded ominous. Oh, yeah, it was ominous. Oh, and by the way, we are, we are going to present Stone with a certificate of success oh because my God. he seems underwhelmed by his, his most significant piece of hardware that he's ever won. You know, it really struck a chord with me. He was really sad and almost on the brink of tears that 
You know, you have your trophy. Mm -hmm. I have my rings, my sashes, and my crowns. Mm -hmm. And Stone has nothing. So I want, I created something for you to hold proud. I appreciate it, I think. We'll see what it looks We're gonna like. We're going to honor Stone when we come back. Because, damn it, he deserves it. That's the Dominican Queen, Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The Houston Astros are the world champions of baseball. Jeanette Javier, mm-hmm. by association, is a world champion of baseball because she, the in-game host of the world champion Houston Astros at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches, and don't you know it, 2023 spring training is right around the corner. Tickets on sale now at ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Come see the World Series champs, the Astros and the Washington Nationals, as they both prepare for the 2023 campaign. Spring training home games will include popular opponents like the Yankees and, yes, Aaron Judge. That whole bit blown to pieces now because Aaron Judge has been re-signed. And the Boston Red Sox. Without Sandra Bogarts. See the best teams in baseball, including the World Series champs, the Astros, and the Engineette. Take the field in 2023 at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. 2023 spring training, ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com, ballparkpalmbeaches.com, and get your tickets. All right, so I, um, oh, oh, Stone just sent us a photo, by the way, Jeanette and I, a photo of him winning the trophy at the quarterback competition back in high school. How old were you? Uh, probably 17. 17 years old. You got the flowing locks. Mm, the so lettuce. Yesterday. Hey, you got some ripped up arms, man. That bicep's looking good. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was a little more, uh, I was defined. That's pretty good. Uh, are you going to put this out on social media, by the way? Yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah. For, for what reason would that be? Uh, so that people who are listening have a reference point to what we're talking about with this photo? For sure. Okay. So it's you receiving that trophy. That's a nice trophy, nice football-shaped trophy. It looks like it's just a plastic trophy with a football inside a plastic case that's on top of that trophy. It ain't plastic, baby. Well, we got something better for you. Pure gold. You seemed underwhelmed by it. So Jeanette took it upon herself to design something that I think is going to going to make you a happy man. It's something you're going to hold close to your heart, and it's something that I am proud to present to you on behalf of Jeanette and myself. You mentioned earlier that maybe, maybe your most prized moment, uh, your biggest accomplishment was scamming the government by getting a full scholarship to go play college football. Yes. And you've said that before, so I know that it has made quite a mark on you. Um, Well, we'd like to present to you, (laughs) on behalf of Jeanette and myself, Stone, we present to you the Certificate of Success. This certificate is to celebrate doing work. It is presented to Stone Lebanowitz in formal recognition of scamming the government through earning a full scholarship to a Division I university. I am mm-hmm. flattered. So uh, you should probably frame this. By the way, signed by Ken Levick, a Pinewood Derby designer, champion, and Ken Levick, a live uh, show host. And Jeanette Javier, World Series champion, two-time Miss Florida <laughs> International, and Ken Levick alive. I'm not going to lie. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. It's so, well done, too. It, I can get that laminated, and I'll put it in a frame. That's right. So I'm actually going to walk it over to you right now. Congrats! Congrats. 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 Woo! 
Yeah. We will do a team photo so that we can all celebrate in Stone's accomplishment. Congrats on your certificate of success. Yeah, I appreciate it. I didn't necessarily have a speech, speech, speech prepared. Yeah, please give speech, a speech. speech. But, it's um, mandatory. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, less than 1% of high school athletes get full scholarships to Division One universities. Mm-hmm. So I am a part of a select fraternity that a few members of our, uh, our listeners actually called in. You got TD, Bobby from Boca and, and stuff. Yeah, they're part of that fraternity as well. So uh, I am a part of the 1%. Of uh, high school athletes in this uh, country mm-hmm. that we call the United States of America. So, uh, bottom line, I'm just flattered and uh, appreciative to share it with you know the Pinewood Derby designer champion and a World Series champion in Jeanette Javier. Beautiful. That was a, actually a really good speech. Was, <laughs> I actually didn't think he had that in him. That was pretty good, actually. Uh, so uh, we'll take a photo of that and uh, his honor. Uh, Andres tweets, and my most valuable piece of hardware would be winning the 2014 ESPN West Palm Intern of the Year. Carmi, the most talented athlete to not have won a title, I would say, is Stefan Diggs. Andres, former intern, former teammate here at ESPN West Palm, and his Carmi Award. Uh, we love you, Andres. Good to, good to hear from you. Uh, and... Also, Aaron tweets in, <laughs> uh, not my biggest piece of hardware, but hands down my favorite, my second place giant cock trophy. He was in the run with the roosters. How do you get into that? Mm. Not sure. Mm. Not sure. I would love to. Well, I already chased chickens in my family's backyard. I was going to say, you could get with the run with the roosters and get your own giant cock trophy. I would love a prize cock on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and Aaron adds, y'all best kiss that ring that Jeanette gets. You're not going to dirty it. I don't need their germs <laughs> on it. We will, we will not be sullying that fawn World Series ring. They can upon it, but they're yeah. not kissing but it. Fawn rhymes with pawn, where that thing will be as soon as you get it no, in your possession. Key, I'm scared the second I come to Orlando and I show mommy it. Literally, the first thing mommy asked was, how much are you selling that for? You get a new car. Because she's finger. a good businesswoman. I, I can get a car. I can get a deposit. Mm-hmm. I can do a lot of things. I wonder how much a brand new, a brand new World Series ring you could pawn for. On pawn? average, it's $70,000. At a pawn, but what do you... Really? What, what? I look it up. That's what I did. Then you're not keeping <laughs> it. Wait, you researched it? Of course. I woke up the next day. <laughs> You might not want to I make that public before you get the ring. And my friend was like, wake up. We have to go check out uh, Michelangelo. <laughs> also, you're a World Series champ. And I'm like, what do you... Uh? And, and then I'm you're like, like, Google, how much does a World Series ring pawn for? I sound like an absolute prude, but I'm going to own it. I was drinking a half liter of wine in Florence, and we were Googling <laughs> the, pro- the, the amount World Series rings are. Oh, my God. Could you imagine, could you imagine going to, like, 45th Street and walking into a pawn shop Right. With an Astros World Series ring, and you slapping it on the table saying, how much can I get for this? Authentic. It's an authentic World Series <laughs> it's, ring. It's true. I don't think it's safe to do. I was going to say, I, I do don't it. think it's safe. Because I'm sure they've had, like, one or two, like, world champion Heisman rings. trophies. Yeah, like, any of I've those things come in. Like, I've worn a UM one. Mm-hmm. I've worn, worn an FAU one. And a couple, when I bartended, a couple high school ones. They're heavy. Yeah, I mean. But most of those are not real. I mean, they're not. No, that eighth grade, that eighth know, grade state championship I talked about winning, yeah, I got, I got a ring, too. It's like plastic. The photographer, UM, who's also my very good friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his Oh, that's ring. the one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JC? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah for sure. That's real. That is exactly. real. Exactly. But a World Series ring is like next level stuff. Mm-hmm. So how much was it again? It was average 70,000. 
I mean, why wouldn't you pawn that? I wonder if they send you a fake one. Or or one that's not the one they give to Justin Verlander. Can you Verlander. imagine the awkward conversation Bro, that would lead to? We need to get a hold of Santonio Holmes and ask him if he's ever considered pawning his Super Bowl ring. Eh, I think that's a touchy subject because usually when you hear stories about people pawning their rings, it's no, because they're down on no, their No, 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 but I'm saying just considered it. Just like, or wondered how much it was worth. Why Santonio Holmes? Because he has a ring. He's the one person I know that has a Super Bowl ring. Oh, yeah, we should definitely get a hold of him. I was going to say Pierre, but he never won a Super Bowl. Oh, you're right. And I don't want to remind him about that. <laughs> you're yeah, right. No. Like That would be more jerkish than me reaching out to San Antonio Holmes wondering if he ever pawned a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> Let me tell you about Stormhouse Brewing, North Palm Beach, US 1, half mile south of PGA Boulevard. Stormhouse Brewing, the great thing about them is that you can go, you can have a good time, and you're not having to pawn a Super Bowl ring in order to have a good time up there. It is nice and cost-friendly, and you'll enjoy the craft beer. Brewed on site. The full food menu. Go this weekend and watch soccer. Mm. There are some epic quarterfinals coming up. May I interest you in England, France? May I interest you in Argentina and Brazil? Maybe. Ooh. Just maybe. That's right. And you can watch those at Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhousebrewing.com. Stormhouse Brewing, North Palm Beach, US 1, a half mile south of PGA Boulevard. Again, you don't want to miss out on the outstanding full food menu and the craft brewery. I mean, the two things in one, it's the best of both worlds, and it's honestly heaven. Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhousebrewing.com. Crystal Cove Commons. You can't miss it. US 1, a half mile south of PGA Boulevard. That's Storm. House Brewing. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. The Houston Astros are the world champions of baseball. Jeanette Javier... Mm-hmm. By association, is a world champion of baseball because she, the in-game host of the world champion Houston Astros at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. And don't you know it? 2023 spring training is right around the corner. Tickets on sale now at ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Come see the World Series champs, the Astros and the Washington Nationals, as they both prepare for the 2023 campaign. Spring training home games will include popular opponents like... The Yankees, and yes, Aaron Judge. That whole bit blown to pieces now because Aaron Judge has been re-signed. And the Boston Red Sox, without Sandra Bogarts. See the best teams in baseball, including the World Series champs, the Astros, and the Anginette. Take the field in 2023 at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. 2023 spring training, ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com, ballparkpalmbeaches.com, and get your Tickets. All right, so I um oh, oh Stone just sent us a photo by the way, Jeanette and I a photo of him winning the trophy at the quarterback competition back in high school. How old were you? Uh probably seventeen. Seventeen years old. You got the flowing locks. Mm, the so lettuce. Yesterday. Hey, you got some ripped up arms, man. That bicep's looking good. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was a little more. Uh, I was defined. That's pretty good. Uh, are you gonna put this out on social media, by the way? You should. Yeah, yeah. For, for what reason would that be? Uh, so that people who are listening have a reference point to what we're talking about with this photo. For sure. Okay. So it's you receiving that trophy. That's a nice trophy. Nice football-shaped 
trophy. It looks like it's just a plastic trophy with a football inside a plastic case that's it on top of that trophy. It ain't plastic, baby. Well, we got something better for you. Pure well, gold. You seemed underwhelmed by it. So Jeanette took it upon herself to design something that I think is going to, going to make you a happy man. It's something you're going to hold close to your heart, and it's something that I am proud to present to you on behalf of Jeanette and myself. You mentioned earlier that maybe, maybe your most prized moment, uh, your biggest accomplishment was scamming the government by getting a full scholarship to go play college football. Yes. And you've said that before, so I know that it has made quite a mark on you. Um, Well, we'd like to present to you, (laughs) on behalf of Jeanette and myself, Stone, we present to you the Certificate of Success. This certificate is to celebrate doing work. It is presented to Stone Lebanowitz in formal recognition of scamming the government through earning a full scholarship to a Division I university. I am mm-hmm. flattered. So uh, you should probably frame this. By the way, signed by Ken Levick, a Pinewood Derby designer, champion, and Ken Levick, a live uh, show host. And Jeanette Javier, World Series champion, two-time Miss Florida <laughs> International, and Ken Levick alive. I'm not going to lie. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. It's so, well done, too. It, I can get that laminated, and I'll put it in a frame. That's right. So I'm actually going to walk it over to you right now. Congratulations! Yeah. We will do a team photo so that we can all celebrate in Stone's accomplishment. Congrats on your certificate of success. Yeah, I appreciate it. I didn't necessarily have a speech, speech, speech prepared. Yeah, please give speech, a speech. speech. But, it's um, mandatory. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, less than 1% of high school athletes get full scholarships to Division One universities. Mm-hmm. So I am a part of a select fraternity that a few members of our, uh, our listeners actually called in. You got TD, Bobby from Boca and, and stuff. Yeah, they're part of that fraternity as well. So uh, I am a part of the 1% of uh, high school athletes in this uh, country Mm -hmm. that we call the United States of America. So uh, bottom line, I'm just flattered and uh, appreciative to share it with, you know, the Pinewood Derby designer champion and a World Series champion in Jeanette Javier. That was actually a really good speech. (laughs) I actually didn't think he had that in him. That was pretty good, actually. Uh, So uh, we'll take a photo of that and uh, and his honor. Uh, Andres tweets, and my most valuable piece of hardware would be winning the 2014 ESPN West Palm Intern of the Year. Carmi, the most talented athlete to not have won a title, I would say, is Stefan Diggs. Andres, former intern, former teammate here at ESPN West Palm, and his Carmi Award. Uh, We love you, Andres. Good to to hear from you. Uh, And... Also, Aaron tweets in, uh, not my biggest piece of hardware, but hands down my favorite, my second place giant cock trophy. He was in the run with the roosters. How do you get into that? Mm. Not sure. Mm. Not sure. I would love to. Well, I already chased chickens in my family's backyard. I was going to say, you could get with the run with the roosters and get your own giant cock trophy. I would love a prize cock on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and Aaron adds, y'all best kiss that ring that Jeanette gets. You're not going to dirty it. I don't need their germs <laughs> on it. We will, we will not be sullying that fawn World Series ring. They can upon it, but they're yeah. not kissing but it. Fawn rhymes with pawn, where that thing will be as soon as you get it no, in your possession. Key, I'm scared the second I come to Orlando and I show mommy it. Literally, the first thing mommy asked was, how much are you selling that for? You get a new car. Because she's finger. a good businesswoman. I, I can get a car. I can get a deposit. Mm-hmm. I can do all the things. I wonder how much a brand new, a brand new World Series ring you could pawn for. 
At on average, it's seventy thousand dollars. At a poem, but what do you really? What, what? I look it up. That's what I did. Then you're not keeping <laughs> it. Wait, you researched it? Of course, I woke up the next day. <laughs> you might not want to I make that public before you get the ring. And my friend was like, "Wake up! We have to go check out uh, Michelangelo, <laughs> also your World Series champ." And I'm like, "What do you?" Uh? And, and then I'm you're like, like, "Google." How much does a World Series ring pawn for? I sound like an absolute prude, but I'm going to own it. I was drinking a half liter of wine in Florence, and we were Googling the, pro- the, the amount World Series rings are. Oh, my God. Could you imagine Could you imagine going to, like, 45th Street and walking into a pawn shop right, with an Astros World Series ring, and you slapping it on the table saying, how much can I get for this? Authentic. It's an authentic World Series <laughs> it's, ring. It's just, I don't think it's safe to do. I was going to say, I, I do don't it. think it's safe. Because I'm sure they've had, like, one or two, like, world champion Heisman rings. trophies. Yeah, like, any <laughs> of those things come in. Like, I've worn a UM one. Mm-hmm. I've worn, worn an FAU one. And a couple, when I bartended, a couple high school ones. They're heavy. Yeah, I mean. But most of those are not real. I mean, they're not. No, that eighth grade, that eighth know, grade state championship I talked about winning, yeah, I got, I got a ring too. It's like plastic. The photographer UM, who's also my very good friend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his oh, that's ring. the one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. JC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's real. That is exactly. Real. But a World Series ring is like next level stuff. Mm-hmm. So, how much was it again? It was average seventy thousand. I mean, why wouldn't you pawn that? I wonder if they send you a fake one. Or, or one that's not the one they give to Justin Verlander. Can you Verlander. imagine the awkward conversation Bro, that would lead to? We need to get a hold of Santonio Holmes and ask him if he's ever considered pawning his Super Bowl ring. Eh, I think that's a touchy subject because usually when you hear stories about people pawning their rings, it's no, because they're down on no, their No, 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 but I'm saying just considered it. Just like, or wondered how much it was worth. Why Santonio Holmes? Because he has a ring. He's the one person I know that has a Super Bowl ring. Oh, yeah, we should definitely get a hold of him. I was going to say Pierre, but he ended up won a Super Bowl. Oh, you're right. And I don't want to remind him about that. <laughs> you're yeah, right. No. Like That would be more jerkish than me reaching out to San Antonio Holmes wondering if he ever pawned a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> Let me tell you about Stormhouse Brewing, North Palm Beach, US 1, half mile south of PGA Boulevard. Stormhouse Brewing, the great thing about them is that you can go, you can have a good time, and you're not having to pawn a Super Bowl ring in order to have a good time up there. It is nice and cost-friendly, and you'll enjoy the craft beer. Brewed on site. The full food menu. Go this weekend and watch soccer. Mm. There are some epic quarterfinals coming up. May I interest you in England, France? May I interest you in Argentina and Brazil? Maybe. Just maybe. That's right. And you can watch those at Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhousebrewing.com. Stormhouse Brewing, North Palm Beach, US 1, half mile south of PGA Boulevard. Again, you don't want to miss out on the outstanding full food menu and the craft brewery. I mean, the two things in one, it's the best of both worlds, and it's honestly heaven. Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhousebrewing.com. Crystal Cove Commons. You can't miss it. US 1, half mile south of PGA Boulevard. That's Storm. House Brewing. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.